Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2014 and another episode of Vigi Game Apocalypse, number 46, which means we cleared 45 episodes in 2013, which is not half bad. Yeah. Does that mean you like missed a couple months? That means we do this another uh, year and 10 weeks and we get into syndication. Nice. Hey. Nice. <laughs> and now that the uh, robot that replaced Michael midway through last uh-huh. season... Uh, is gone and the original creator is back. Yes, we can repilot. Well, you can BGA. tell it was a robot because I was photographed walking barefoot on that that one uh, splash <laughs> image. Whatever. Is that a Serenity poem. Paul is dead. Uh, oh, got it. Got it. Sorry, <laughs> it took me a second. Anyways, uh, is that a community reference? Yes, it can uh, be. We just uh, we just walked in the best, here. The best community reference possible, right? And God damn it. Even before I'm a sexy cat, just that they're watching a Nicolas Cage movie and the only sound is him like grunting loudly <laughs> over and over again for like a full minute. But it was like, it was like, it sounded like this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yep, there's always one of those in a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh man, that new community, um, I rarely say that it is a new year for us. It's the first podcast I've done in 2014. Mm. Wow. Yeah, uh, I number two feel like number two. I almost feel like we're doing this too soon because we just came off vacation. We did. Right? We haven't really. Had it, time it's to January second. This mm-hmm. is our first day back at work, and our first day, like, immediately just go straight to the fucking podcast. But, <laughs> but that community episode, I swear to Christ, there's no Breaking Bad in my life. It felt like it made life worth living mm-hmm. <laughs> with a Breaking Bad cast member, Mike Erman Trout is who, back, who looks like he's replacing Jimmy Chase. <laughs> oh, it was. I was. Uh, I was I Giddy, I guess is the only yeah. way to describe. Six more seasons in a movie. God, that mm-hmm. was so good. That was so. That was so goddamn like, good. Like, just it's the most like childishly giddy I felt. Where mm-hmm. it's like I didn't want it to end, and mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. just lamenting the fact that the episodes are twenty something minutes. New long season the of Community time. People. The, all the whole series is on Hulu. Even the slightly avoidable fourth season. I, yeah. I don't think it's that bad. It just. It, it's we were talking. It's really hard to articulate like why the same joke. Under Dan Harmon's mm-hmm. um, uh, oversight, mm-hmm. works. If they had done it last season, I would have been like, "Eh, episode was alright." A couple jokes in there that are just like truly Harmon things. Do I need to say something? <laughs> Someone who's written enough television to mm-hmm. make a cynical joke like that that even laymen like us can laugh yeah. at. Well, and Don Don Hertzfeld once said that like a millisecond can mean the difference between comedy True. and failure. True. It's I, all I'd in the like, timing. I'd man. like to think that was the moment I was born. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you see timing work in comedy, is is actually the very first scene of the uh, repilot, which is the first episode of the season of Community, when Jeff is describing that he still has something deep down, and uh, someone takes the whiskey from his hand. And says, that was it. That was it. That was the and then it cuts thing. to the opening credits, and that's also they repossessed his timing. whiskey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like think it's going it was the back glass. to somebody. Uh, <laughs> son of a, a B. It's good to be back. I feel great. That, that is, was that really is. funny. That's a good way to start 2014. Really was. It feels good. It really was. Guys, Hulu, just saying. It's out there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're going to be talking about what we did on our winter vacation in the second half because there's not a whole lot else to talk about right now. Sorry, guys. But February is for new releases. It not is. January it is. Anymore. January sucks for new releases. There are a few notable mm-hmm. ones that we can talk about. But uh, before that, we're going to start off the new year with the laziest top five possible, 
which is the top five games we're looking forward to in 2014. Michael's looking forward to. Yes, Michael's <laughs> looking forward Should to. We introduce and ourselves? Oh, oh shit! Fuck! Yes, I'm your host, Michael Raparas. With me in the kitchen studio are... Chris Antiston. And... Uh, Dave Double Dick Dude Rudden. That was me. <laughs> Double Dick Dude? Yes, you're welcome, Reddit. That was me. Uh, all right. I was trying to keep it a secret, but... Uh, oh, that was you? Yeah. Oh, my old boss, Logan, sent me that today in a DM on Twitter, and it was just like an imager link, and I'm like... Oh, what's this? Fuck you, Logan. Why would you click on an imager link from Logan? And it's like, I have a big monitor on my yeah. desk, and that opens, like, completely fills the screen. And that, of course, is Tyler Wilde talking. Who was looking at two dicks <laughs> That opened in 1900 penis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I watched that at, uh, at 4K penis, that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That horrible photo. You were looking at on your uh, not not 1080 penis. Yeah. That's just too low a uh, penis solution for you. No, I just missed the joke. Well, you guys, uh, <laughs> now, now I'm sad. That's why you guys have the large penis collider. collider so. <laughs> Don't no. I think it's called the large hard-on collider. <laughs> right. Thank you. God damn it! This is all going so. I well. don't need this to be a joke. <laughs> this that is comes the best show ever. Turbo, if you're listening, wipe this from your memory. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's difficult, but please. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yes, anyway, I'm, I'm here too. Top five, top five games that I decided I was looking forward to in 2014, and, and I ran them by you guys, and you're like, eh, and, and no one helped no, provide it. Was, it was only too. no, I had input, and I asked you who I would like to contribute a couple, but I doubt it'd be everybody's. And I think you said we'd bring that up later. Yes, uh, and yeah, and we'll it was more, it was later. more because I am so far up the anus of a couple of things I like and the games I'm working on. There was literally one like. I wouldn't be able to uh, pick that one out in a, sc- in a screenshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what that game is. Yeah, and I wouldn't either if I hadn't played it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when we get to mine, though, I'll give you crap because you acted like yeah, I never really heard of that. Even though it's like, <laughs> except for this post on something awful where they make fun of it. Co- covering it has just been a major part of my job for the past <laughs> year. That's all. I've done like five interviews about it. I don't pay attention to other <laughs> game sites. Jesus. Yeah. What do you think I am? Some kind of fucking professional? <laughs> no, I've never thought that about any of us. Aww. Nobody ever thought that. <laughs> I can feel the love in the room. <laughs> anyway, Michael's top five games. Yeah, top five. Number five. Give me four seconds and a clear signal. I'll get in, and you'll never know. But I want you to know. You're not anonymous. I've seen your kind before. That was Zero Cool, and the movie is Hackers. Yeah. Hackers. <laughs> I can't tell if... Is it Aiden Pierce, I think, yeah. of Watch Dogs? I can't tell if that's a cool voice. I was just like a really creepy, like, Senor Card Gage kind of voice. <laughs> that sounded like a young Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Watch Dogs, which was all set to release... Uh, In 2013. During a, a perfect marketing coincidence when, uh, like, all the Snowden shit was coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would have been like the biggest fucking launch title for next gen. Yeah, but no. Oh, don't care. Ubisoft went ahead and delayed it to make it a better game. Yep. Look good. They said they needed more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably know better than you. I'm just happy it's gonna. No. Seriously, apparently four months is enough time to make. See, it I don't a even. Game. I can't even. I can't I'm sure even put is. myself in the position mm-hmm. of like someone getting angry about that. I don't know. I'm. I'm a little. I'm just a little bit disappointed. I'm not finished with it and talking about it. I know, but it's like, I'm pissed that I don't get to celebrate Christmas every hour. Yeah. <laughs> you don't? I don't. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally okay with this. I mean, if you delay a game and say, look, it's not ready, we need more time to work on it, 
that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Except that I did travel to Montreal to do the last possible hands-on preview we could get in print before it released. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they knew it was going to be delayed. They kind of pulled. Point yeah, I think I, went there, I think I'm there sure. were several future magazines that that <laughs> happened to, and they're like, "Fuck, this is our cover story," and they didn't tell us it was going to be delayed. Oh, but I mean, still worth anticipating. It yes. is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it's on that's the why list. it's here, baby. We, um, it's. Well, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, open world games are kind of tough. You're going to get compared mm. to GTA if you're yes. in the. Hey, this is uh, Jitter meets the uh, Matrix, right? Yeah, 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 it's the uh, the Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, right? Assassin's Creed. Meets yep. uh, Julie Styles in Ghost Rider. <laughs> right Damn, the, the console cowboys in cyberspace. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I do like that th- there are little things in uh, in Watch Dogs that we know about mm-hmm. so far that sort of relate back to Assassin's Creed Four, like the what was it the CTOS? Yeah, they've made jokes about the crossovers. They make yeah. a lot of jokes in in the which that makes me think like Far Cry Three had a DLC mission that like directly referenced the assassins and the Templar so it's like it's it's sort of like Ubisoft Neat. is very indiscreet they're Marvel in the universe yeah wow. one big universe of uh, interconnected properties what? What? that's awesome <laughs> but I mean yeah it's it's easy for them to do and fun and it's like yeah, I love Ubisoft not taking themselves as seriously in the past year or so. Releasing DLC yeah. like Blood Dragon just being like... Fuck yeah! What if, what if instead of like DLC being like, uh, let's take the unfinished script for some content we were going to put in the game. How about we just say, you write whatever you want. You're done with the game. Good job. Now just make something. Make whatever. Mm-hmm. Have fun. I like how Ubisoft right now is kind of in the position that EA was a few years ago when like everybody mm-hmm. hated them, but then they released Rock Band and mm-hmm. Dead Space. Dead Space and Mirror's Edge. Yes. And, and like, oh man, right. EA's going through a renaissance. They're the oh, best company right now. Goodness, did they go. Mm-hmm. Did they plummet <laughs> further than ever before oh, yes. after that? Did they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he is so hated now. I mean, yeah. are they, they, they did SimCity. Oh, I know. The so Sim City r- remember. Tough. It, back then, it was like we all um, liked Activision because mm-hmm. they te- they were releasing some good stuff. We were pretty happy with. Um, like Modern Warfare was really a great game. Mm-hmm. My God, I finally had a World War Two. They're doing something cool, and we all hated EA. And then EA is like Dead Space, Mirror's Edge, Rocket. Wow, EA's the cool one now. And oh, look at Activision. They're just releasing Call of Duties every five minutes. Now Activision's the bad guy. And now they're both the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, and Ubisoft was like, previously it was like DRM, annualized releases that get uh-huh. worse every year. And then like, oh, you did AC4 and Far Cry 3 and Blood Dragon and you're doing Watch Dogs. We fucking love you now. And The Division, which looks exciting. Yes, and Snoopline and Rayman. Yes. <laughs> so I, I'm so surprised I said Snoopline. That, that's not an easy thing <laughs> to get off the tongue no, after it really isn't. 20 years of yeah, I can't. the D.O. I don't. Cheek. I just want to call him Calvin. Cal- <laughs> Calvin Broadus. Yes. Right there in Rayman. I'm, I, I got I, no arms. I admit, I got terrible. a little bit. Sorry. No, no, terrible. Should terrible. I, I was gonna. I, no, no, no. I was going to try a Snoop Dogg impression, and I really bailed out on it very fast. It's just, <laughs> I'm so glad you started talking. With Keep your new glasses. <laughs> Stop laughing at my new glasses. You look so studious. Do I? I yes. It's just, uh, it's, I, I kind of see you as more of a you know, a think piece kind of comedian. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I'm doing Woody Allen now. I'm not sure why. It just, uh, your glasses bring it out. Uh, so I was on my way to the bank and I yeah. farted on a paraplegic. <laughs> oh. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> <out next laughs> <to> <laughs> <out next laughs> styles. 
I, you, you're like oil and water, you and Woody. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It, it's it doesn't work. It's crazy. I shit my pants. <laughs> oh. Oh, so oh. I, I was oh. overdrawn. So I played Watch Dogs. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like there were a few who did before the delay uh-huh. to get magazine articles out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they called off, you know, like every they press thing off that was ever going to happen. Uh, See, that was better. <laughs> that was. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's um, totally worth talking over Tyler for that. <laughs> no, but I played no, it. just was. And it's cool. Yeah, but it like, was really worth talking over Tyler. It always I, is. I can't uh, overemphasize how much I love talking over you, right? Yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> I know you do. I have a point I have yet to bring up on this show about watchdogs. Ah. Uh, many people have not mentioned that Ubisoft is actually good at making driving games. And there yes. aren't many games where you do that in a Ubisoft game in conjunction with yeah. other things. It feels fast in watchdogs. Floaty. Yes. And but that's fine. A little bit weird, which is fine. It, it, you know, arcadey. Um, the, but the, the driver's San Francisco of, game was great. The feeling of speed I was really impressed mm-hmm. by. And maybe it's just me being impressed by next-gen motion blur. But, yeah, when you're on a motorcycle and Watch Dogs, it's like almost things are just outside your control. Mm-hmm. It's just you kind of have to... It's like that in GTA, though. It's a good feeling, though, when you successfully swerve between two cars and you're like, how did I do that? Mm-hmm. How did How did whatever lizard brain part of my head, like actually pull that off was it luck or was it actually me did you get to use that thing with the traffic barriers that pop up Mm -hmm. so how does that work while you're trying to pilot this speeding motorcycle and you have to like trigger defenses based on not really having time to like get good or used to the game and the controls Mm -hmm. okay i mean it's all right well it's you're driving you're focusing on driving and not not ending up on the sidewalk but when all you have to do is kind of like hold a button down when you see a prompt, watch a watch a a, a you know bar spin. Twirling McGig, we called it. A twirling McGig, mm-hmm. Phil. Very good. And then the things come up, and you kind of don't always know if you've actually caused chaos. But every now and then it'll go slow mo, turn the camera back behind you to show a police car. No need for speed. Mm. Smashing into pieces. And it's like, that's cool. I feel like I did something. I feel like the mechanic doesn't go beyond, like, doesn't go beyond a need for speed uh, cop wipeout kind of thing. But, yeah. Very happy. It was fun. They're they're not telling us much about the story except a few story trailers. They won't let anyone see the story missions, or they haven't. Hmm. So, like, that's what I'm not concerned with, but, like, is it just really good and cool and they don't want to spoil it? Or is it like, is that what they're working on in this extra few months? You know, I don't know. Uh, I would only imagine, I don't know. The story is important in Assassin's Creed. Yes. But there's not, I feel like there's not a lot of whole lot for them to spoil, even if they were like showing footage from any or any stage of the game, really. Hmm. There's, they're just being really quiet about Watch Dogs' story. Like, we know Aiden is trying to get revenge. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying maybe there's a dickload of twists and turns, and yeah. maybe things I alter. Imagine, maybe yeah. maybe <laughs> levolution. I gotta say it, levolution. <laughs> that's that's EA. That's EA. I mean, I am wondering about some of the side quests. It's like, so Aiden's just some crazy ass vigilante who goes around shooting people. He's kind um, of a dick, and I mean, they make yeah. that pretty clear that he invades privacy and uses that for power, and he's. Well, I mean, what they told me, I did some interviews, is that's that he's wonderful. obsessed with it. Like that's his problem. He's obsessed with with hacking spying on people um, 
It's it's so he's, he's some sort of flawed criminal anti-hero then. Not yeah, so, much so, a, so uh, what he is is he's he's just not a perfect hero. Um, so I'm right in reading that initial voiceover as sort of creepy. He's human, you see, mm-hmm. um, but uh, he, he has, has a lot of flaws. Powers he has that good were intentions. taught to him by Professor Xavier. Yes, <laughs> maybe, but for Correct. him, the ends always justified a means. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I don't know. It it looks cool. He no nonsense. He plays by his own set of rules. I'm going to put this out there. Ubisoft mm-hmm. is the best motion capture in the industry. Oh, okay. I know they're very <laughs> proud of it. I've been in seminars at GDC where I thought I was going to see some cool Assassin's Creed shit. And it's like, no, it's an hour-long presentation on how you do motion capture. I just <laughs> feel like it's true. I don't know. I don't see someone who walks as convincingly in any other game than Ubisoft games. <sighs> Theory, but that's okay. Uh, GTA, yeah, we don't sure. want to talk about the no, good GTA's, stuff they did last year. GTA is never quite as good. Well, it, Rockstar characters always have like a certain personality. I will say the no. Way that they walk and they Max move. Payne has some really great motion capture. Yeah, they so. do. They also have dolphin hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, performance <laughs> capture. <laughs> performance capture. Yeah, Rockstar still can't get hands right. I feel like they've had the same yeah, hands. Yeah, but they're always dealing. In a big, they're always dealing with a bigger universe than mm-hmm. almost yeah. every other game. True. True. All right, shall we move on? Yeah. Watch, Watch Dogs. Very much looking forward to it. Slightly less than last year, but Never it's very heard of it. exciting. Number four. We've been trapped in this concrete rat cage for two months now. Those still alive live in the barricaded safe zones. During the day, some venture out to scavenge and loot whatever supplies they can find. But at night, we are the hunted ones. I did not know there was a game being made of Children of Men, but Clive <laughs> Owen is great. <laughs> so this this is the one where you were like, I couldn't pick this out of it. And I've I've he- I've heard its name, and it mm-hmm. just I feel I feel terrible about it, but I well, really I mean yes busy. I didn't really know anything about it until I went and played it at mm-hmm. PAX in September. This is Dying Light, mm-hmm. by the way, and I was kind of blown away by the demo. Mm-hmm. Like it's open world. Uh, it's Techland, who does Call of Juarez and Dead Island, but it it feels like Dead Island crossed with Mirror's Edge, and that you've got yeah. this big like multi-layered slum, and you're running around, and you can just climb walls really easily. Um, there's lots of free running and parkour. You can do like. Uh, wrestling, dive kicks, and and shit like that. You can grab zombies by the face and snap their necks. So, yeah, places crawling with zombies, obviously. It's a little bit more melee-focused like Dead Island with some handguns. But the the thing that really impressed me about the demo was, like, they, they, they ran me through this thing where it's like, all right, you have to go around, and you're basically running errands. You're setting all these traps, making sure that they work. Like things like car alarms to attract zombies or electrified fences that are just laid out on the ground. And then you overload the system and you have to go to one edge of town and like turn on a. Get uh, a thousand brown M&M's to fill up Randy. Yeah. No one's a big Wayne's World 2 fan. I should just stop. <laughs> you, you turn on a power plant and then it's like it's nighttime and all the zombies turn into crazy rage zombies at nighttime. And so I had to like go plow through a, a huge crowd of them, and they all start chasing me. I just see all these like dozens of red blips on the map, like just behind my my point of view. And so just like the zombie radar lighting up. Yep, running through town at at top speed, like clambering over shit. Like I can hear zombies right behind me with the fucking uh, surround sound headphones, and just. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 
It's like beating a rapid path of safety. But yeah, um, but it was like this is the only time that like a demo at a trade show has ever gotten my adrenaline up. Like I've been excited pass? to be playing this. Yeah, mm. yeah, it was, cool. it, was, it was closed door, and so yeah, it, it just got me really excited. Like. I went from not knowing anything about this game to really looking forward to it. That's awesome. Interesting. I, I watched the BGXs, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I've talked about them on this podcast. Oh, boy. Right. And I just, the demo wasn't very inspiring. Hmm. That they Does that have to do with the demo or at all? Is it Mr. Caffeine? Tell me it was Mr. Yeah. It was uh, Worse. PewDiePie. <laughs> Worse. Wait, what? PewDiePie? It was PewDiePie. PewDiePie. Who's yeah. PewDiePie? PewDiePie? Who's PewDiePie? He's a YouTuber. Uh, this is how old we are. He is a famous oh. YouTuber who That's has... M- millions of people more than uh, know your name. You see this the slightly foreign dude? Yeah. No, yeah. oh, I got him. I got him. Okay. Right here. It, it, it didn't have to do with him. It's just I'm like, eh, I got really cynical about it. I'm kind of into space aliens now. Kind of over zombies, if you don't mind. Mm. Uh, I do. Dead Rising 3 out now. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just being cynical about it. It does look cool. Yeah. Well, it looks like... Uh, kind of like a first-person State of Decay with parkour, so I'm I'm down with that. And I haven't played State of Decay, and I you should I, play. State you're going to talk Decay. about it, I know. Yeah, and I, I I should play it. It's one game that I I kind of wish I'd included on the the top ten in the last episode Ooh. of twenty. Okay, I should. It was really good. You did. I should. When play you it. first played it, you really I, talked I it up gushed to me about it. It's so good in private, people. Ah. Yeah, that means not, it's real. Not even for you guys. That means there was no pale involved. That's All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's not like what he just did. <laughs> We get we. You got, did you get really flustered by that? Actually, <laughs> I was, I was like, just like, should I respond to this or just let oh, it slide? Anything like, will implicate me further. <laughs> we, we all really slight that girl. Uh, what, what am I going to do? Oh, I'm not being paid off. Yeah. Like, come on. Like we've said that a million. Nobody times. knows I'm not being paid it's, off. It's uh, ridiculous. It's, it's, it's a, a, a running joke that we're constantly being accused of yes. it. But like the joke has become like self-aware and mm-hmm. become this yeah. weird monster. Where like at PC Gamer we gave Spelunky Game of the Year. And got accusations of bribery. From Splunky. Yes. <laughs> Splunky? One guy You're made that. You're in the pocket of big Splunky. <laughs> he lives in a little apartment in San Francisco. I've actually met him before. I I bought him a beer. I don't I don't know that. Yeah, you had to buy him a beer. Yeah. Think about that. He didn't buy you a beer. It's just I wasn't your payola. Yeah, it's did, just it, funny. It, we, it, we give a little indie game made by one guy, and it's like, so this joke has become, like, so big and monstrous and tentacled that, like, some people have forgotten it's a joke. <laughs> Some people aren't sure. If I, if I did want to recommend well, if, it, if there's ever any doubt, like, who the fuck would want to buy VGA's opinion? I mean, really. If I... It, yes. If I ever did want to... By VGA, I mean this podcast. New Year's resolution for everybody on the internet. There are companies that like making games for you. Mm-hmm. And they're not... They don't actually build and sell lies for a living. <laughs> there, there are people... Set aside who get in a room to try and make the best game possible. <laughs> the internet would seem to disagree with me. Yeah. That every. <laughs> if I were David Letterman, I would do the top 10 reasons we gave Spelunky Game of the Year. I just. Number one was bribery. Number two was you're drunk. Number three is you think it's April 1st. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's three just... months away, PC Game. Right? I don't want to hit anybody. I just <laughs> want to grab the internet by the shoulders and say. <laughs> there is still some sincerity left in the world, and think people want to make wanna, things well, for you. If you don't like sincerity, it's uh, really there because somebody paid for it. Uh, <laughs> people <laughs> people want to make things sincerity. for you that they they hope you'll enjoy. And uh-huh. the, the best thing is that the whole time, and when we tear things apart, we make fun of things. Right. 
But every time someone creates something, unless they're like guns to their head or they're just trying to pay their wages, most of the time they're going, well, I made this thing and I worked real hard on it. I sure hope people like it. Yes, that's <laughs> usually what it comes down mm-hmm. to. And, like when we write an article, <sighs> that's what we're thinking. And then just come back, yep. you just did this because you're a cynical Because evil. you wanted to get attention. Like I gave it the same score as like a dozen other outlets. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this, is, this is veering into our, uh, our yeah. old podcast. This is, this is stupid. I no, no, I, but I'm, and, hey, dude, I've really come back from New Year's yeah. like I'm... Defensive. Feeling happy? No, watching community Defensive. positivity. There are great things in the universe. Yes. Experience. I played yes. nothing but great games on break. Mm. Like, ah, yeah, me too. It was let's fun. Do so, let's and do something positive. Dying light internet. may or may not be one of those things. I Techland has a very spotty record. I'm happy that you are but, excited about it. Yes, I'm yeah. super excited about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm happy that you're happy. If Michael. if the full game is as wonderful as what I played, I am very excited for Dying Light. I'm very excited. Put not going to my lap. You know, you're not as happy as you were for, about 42 hmm. hours ago in this kitchen at about 1 a.m. That's on New Year's <laughs> true. Day. But yeah. you are happy. Yeah. I was I was actually blackout drunk. Do you not remember? There there oh, are parts great. of the night I don't remember. Oh. Like I had to be reminded by Diana. It's like, wait, did we did we kiss at midnight? Like, did I, did we drink champagne? Like, yes. And Mike Grimm said, "Here's to another year of suffering." And you did an actual spit take in your champagne and got it all over the front of you. I was gonna say you did throw up in her hair. I didn't throw. There up was in a, there was one moment where like you, you were outside. Seth and, like, Killian thought I was throwing up in your bathroom, which I'm pretty sure I wasn't, but I can't guarantee. <laughs> That I wasn't. You it was, guys, it was that or a deuce. And either way, it's inappropriate. I wasn't doing either. Uh, it, it was There was a moment when people came in from smoking, and then I look at you, and you had, like, fallen to the corner head first. <laughs> and so it looked like the last scene in Blair Witch where I had just passed out. <laughs> wow. I feel like there's something about your bathroom that keeps people from vomiting. Because I went in there with the full intent of vomiting and didn't. Yeah, I, I realized... Like, you stayed so late, and I made you watch like nine racist cartoons, and I had no idea you intended like I can't move, and I I'm sleeping here. That just here. casually rolls off nine racist cartoons. <laughs> well, Tyler made for a really awkward nine situation. I'm like, guys, cartoons. I brought back. It's called the Censored Eleven. You yeah. can look uh-huh. it up. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, we're gonna watch this, and then my God, this is gonna sound bad. Can you say it? My only black friend he showed up, and, like, <laughs> and, and it's like, well, we're not doing this. <laughs> And I wasn't mad. I just realized, like, man, I don't have a lot of black friends yeah. in California. So I'm cleaning up the apartment and walking down the hallway. Oh, God. And Chris has a bunch of animation cells. Beautiful, like, hilarious old things. Oh, the, the, On the, the uh, Ralph Bakshi from Coonskin. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. Look, it's just a screaming black man firing guns in the air with his dick hanging out in front of an electric crucifix. <laughs> I with, don't understand what's so offensive. With the word Coonskin under it. <laughs> and it occurs to me as I'm vacuuming underneath it, I, like, happen to glance over and go, did I invite my only black friend? <laughs> I think. Look, Jesus that movie looks offensive this because of the way it my... looks and that white people do most of the voices. The thing is, he but, would... not all the voices. It's got Scatman Crothers singing the opening. It does. It does. He he would have found it funny, but I couldn't take the risk of losing my own only back. And yes, I hope it would be very sad. Dude, he was going to listen to this. Don't, Michael. I'm sorry. You're a great mm. person. I just oh, so embarrassing. So embarrassing that someone co- comes in like, guys, I got the most racist cartoons in the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, straight from Florida. All this uh, rabbits do. But the see, point is, uh, Michael got very drunk. The point is, dying light. <laughs> Are we still in dying light? I, yeah, we're still in that entry, and we've we've gone from dying light to payola to uh, New Year's Eve drunkenness to racist cartoons. Mm. <laughs> Why do I so, always bring it there? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. 
Let's hit, let's hit three. Okay. I lost 15 years. Buried alive. Erased. You left me. Rotting in that hellhole and never looked back. But you can't outrun the past. No, you can't. Is this the old boy remake? This is Uncharted oh. 4. Oh, okay. Which, uh, as of the trailer that was released in November, is just called Uncharted. So maybe it's a reboot where we'll see teenage Nathan Drake crying and getting impaled on things. Not I, would, I, I, I actually, I'd only saw that once when it uh, first came online. And I thought, well, I don't know. I guess I thought maybe that's Sully, but that, yeah, there's no way that's no, Sully. No, it's a new, it's a new character and a new actor. Maybe, but it also could be, it also could be a new villain. You know? Yeah, it's probably a new villain. Yeah, it's probably somebody who Drake double crossed. Yeah, there's, and, there's nothing that says Nathan Drake. I, I, don't, I don't even think people are speculating that. Like, it uh, wouldn't no. be Nathan Drake. No, God! No. Do you think anyone one old-ass Nathan Drake? No, going to do an Uncharted retrospective called Uncharted colon Charted? Nice. I sure nice. hope so. That was really worth interrupting the conversation for. Do you think it for. was? Do they give Pulitzers away for podcast jokes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I mean... If not, that's a fucking crime. That's Go true. ahead and nominate. Nominate <laughs> that one if you they, want. Yeah, I think wouldn't. Uh, so yeah, uncharted. uncharted. Tell us pole. more, Michael. There isn't really much more to tell, but if I need to say why an Uncharted game is worth getting excited about, you probably never owned a PS3. Yeah, because that series gold is fucking great. Why would you? That's is like it, the one kind of lame. <laughs> one I haven't played. Game. Yeah, it's not that great. I, I've just played. I played. It's one of the few games. Yeah, I played every it's one of the right. series. It's all right. But, you know, an Uncharted game should not be, it's all right. Mm. An Uncharted game should be, that was fucking amazing. Well, uh, I, I will always give it credit for that. Un- Uncharted did, Uncharted 2 especially, hmm. set such a high, uh, just I mean, such a The high. lesson really here should be, don't set such a high bar. Well, a high, so that mediocrity, a high bar, is, uh, you know, at least try, try for a 7 like Sony did with Knack. A high, <laughs> a high bar that created mediocrity in a lot of other games. Mm. And everything I loved about Uncharted 2 has been done so much. Yeah, I, I forget how how, how mind blowing that game was. Yeah. And, and the fact is that there's new there's new there's a new plat there's new platform, mm-hmm. and there's a chance for Naughty Dog to do it again because yeah, they, they, Naughty they, Dog is very well positioned to take full yes, advantage of the hardware. PS3 is not the only generation they've done that for. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is super exciting. Yeah. I guess I feel like I'm talking to myself. No, it's fine. No, I mean it's still pretty entertaining. They're they're. <laughs> Probably going to be one of the first games that you play on the PS4 that you go, oh, this is why I bought a PS4, right? I like the game, but could I eat mm. it at Subway? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You can probably eat promotions for the game at Subway. Nice. Get like an, a Nathan Drake shaped nice. sandwich. No, no, no. I want with like I, Nathan Drake shaped meatballs inside. It's very meta. I want the <laughs> old Mac chicken pepperoni. <laughs> oh for $5. I'm not paying anymore. We were having so much fun. Brett tweeted a picture of the uh, Hobbit menu from Denny's. Uh, oh, Jesus. With Gandalf's gobble melt. Is that coming back with the, the sequel? Fucking better. I did. Yeah. It, he tweeted it recently, and we were just on Twitter coming up with like. Potential dishes like the onion ring to <laughs> rule them all. 
Uh, I can't remember. I, I, I think I think there is like a, an onion ring dish that makes a joke about the one ring. The Balrog burrito. Damn it! They beat me to it. The Orlando <laughs> blooming onion. Nice. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah, I was trying to break from nice. alliteration. You Very did, good. You did a great job. There, there's a YouTube video that I like with this couple going in and uh, sampling the <laughs> Hobbit <laughs> meals at Denny's, and they do they do like a very straight face, like. We ordered the Gandalf gobble melt. And, <laughs> and like, it just like, it looks nothing like the pictures on the menu. It's just the most disgusting, sloppy diner food imaginable. I, excuse me, I oh. ordered the small gras. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what's funnier, small gras or the idea that Denny's would serve anything remotely <laughs> like that. Chris, small gras uh, is illegal in the most states. <laughs> Especially Smog California. So they, they, they just oh. shove food down Smog's throat until his liver is engorged. Uh, that's a giant liver, too. Yeah, they could feed, like, a Denny's patron. <laughs> Maybe half a Denny's patron. I have been a 3 a.m. Denny's patron. What game was Uncharted. Ah, uh, yes. Which is probably not going to be Uncharted Combat Racers, so they say, thank God for that. Did they say 2014? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, you know, if they if they're not, they're kind of unveiling it a bit too early. It's the same window Uncharted One hit, and, and that, that was kind of I don't more know than where. a year. I know about uh, lots of games that are coming. It out was in the second holiday season, hmm. was it not? Um, maybe I don't know. Didn't you, didn't you play it? Yeah, but I don't remember didn't that. You play it? I'm not Brett, man. I was gonna say, man. Mm. Same Brett. I mean, are yeah. there any other... There was another friend. president in office when Uncharted 1 came out. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, things were different. Are there any other Sony AAA titles that are set for this year? I mean, I guess it's so early that, I mean, no one's going to reveal infamous, anything until he... Infamous Second Son. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the is. big one. That's that's another one to look forward to. So Not early. on this list, but it's coming out, like, what, in February? I think so, yeah. <laughs> well, everything is. It's just going to be February. Yeah. Is that happening again? A I, little a little bit of March. I believe it's and called then we're done for February as long as this entry is sponsored February. by Subway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a few things in March and then I think we're done. No. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're done for the year. No, yeah. no, no. I'm 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 the the longer I've been doing this the the uh, the more people have abandoned that holiday window that used to like really dominate eat up too much of your money. It was December. I, and then it was January, and then they all went to February. I have no proof, but like I know last year, June, July, August, September, there was always a AAA giant thing worthy mm-hmm. of your attention in every month where they're used... As a kid, summer droughts out the ass. Yeah. A bunch of stuff you never heard of. That's a picturesque image. <laughs> droughts <laughs> out, the out the ass. Just like, just oh, like I got a, a bad case of the droughts a out dusty, my ass. A dusty yeah. cough coming out of my <laughs> exactly what elementary just school. Dusty farts. <laughs> a tumbleweed just kind of rolling out of a gaping... Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually make a fart sound. It's just sort of a... <laughs> yes. Yes. Like an old cartoon car. <laughs> Oh, Mickey's smiling and kind of driving you. But yeah, you're you're right. Summer used to be a traditional, traditionally uh, ass droughty month. An ass droughty month. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. But no, month season. I mean, actually, I I remember like it it was. It wasn't too long ago. I was doing the editorial beat, and it's like this used to stop this deluge of content mm-hmm. and like it used to dry up and it didn't the, nope. the last time i experienced no, I, mean, it. I mean just a few years ago i would have said oh the uh 
big game releases. Um, mm-hmm. That would be October, November, December. Yeah. Now it's January, February, March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, 2013 was it like May and June. We got fucking Bioshock Infinite and yep. Last of Us, two of the best mm-hmm. games of the year. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! In May, in May was traditionally a month that no one really touched, and, yeah. and I, you know, at Capcom, like they're now I December seems like the devil's month. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. when consoles are launching, nobody wants to game You want to launch in December. in December, you'll miss all the Game of the Year lists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, right. you will. Far Cry 3. Don't make it the Oscars. Hmm. Just don't make it You the will. They, they, they're all written by December. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's how we end up with things like Cold Mountain. We don't want the video game version of Cold Mountain. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we're on to the next one, aren't we? I guess we are. Segway. Mm-hmm. I love riding those. Number two. They really revolutionized stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, just delivered on all their promises. Why are we still here? Just to suffer. Every night, I can feel my leg and my arm, even my fingers. The body I've lost, the comrades I've lost. Stop hurting. It's like they're all still there. You feel it too, don't you? <laughs> that is, of course, Hideo Kojima's Fill Your Missing Leg Fingers and Comrades. <laughs> oh! was, was that a parody of breathing? I'm, I'm confused. That's, a, that's the return of 24, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, 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 I'm so excited about this. Stoked, yeah. even. So Metal Gear Solid Five. That w- that was from the trailer for Phantom Pain. Mm-hmm. But Ground Zero's Phantom Pain, both coming out. I don't know if Phantom Pain's going to be out this year, but uh, Ground Zero's definitely is. Yeah, it, from the sounds of it, Phantom. I would be surprised if Phantom Pain came out before the end of 2015. Because wow. the from like the little news bits that I've read, like Kojima's saying like. Phantom Pain is very big, and we're taking our time with it. Mm-hmm. And if Kojima Whereas says he's taking... Zeroes is tiny, and we're shitting it out as fast as right. possible. Oh, what is what is Ground Zero classified so as? So Ground, Ground Zeroes is... They're like both halves... <coughs> excuse me. Both halves of the same game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ground Zeroes is like a lengthy prologue that is set, what, like uh, in a Camp X-Ray yes. sort of environment in Cuba. And like in... in Guantanamo Bay or something, and um, then Phantom Pain is the much bigger game that takes place in Afghanistan in the 80s, and is, like, they're both open world, and the demos that I've seen for both so far are really impressive, like, I watched one today that had been released a while ago showing off the difference between night and day gameplay, like, uh, to begin with, we'd only seen night, and then like in November, they released this uh, mm. gameplay video that was like, here's the same area, but uh, on a different mission during the daytime, and it's completely different the way yeah. you can be detected, the way you need to sneak. There's a moment in the trailer that I've watched so many times being placed in a booth next to it during mm-hmm. E3. Right. Uh, it just it lists everybody's credits over a black screen, cuts to gameplay, mm-hmm. and it says, director of lighting, and like one of those light flares falls from the sky in the middle of the night, and it's like... Man, that was so perfect. Like that's like the the it's coolest cool. lighting effects I've ever seen. It is a really good looking game. Yeah, and you know they've talked about like it's going to be current gen and next gen. I'm like, why bother? Yeah, like you know, I I, I just I imagine that the 360 PS3 version is going to look great, but like I can't imagine not being a little well, disheartened. If Dave is correct. I, I would guess the further they go on, uh, if the further they go on in development, like hmm. at some point, like that's nah, just. Phantom Pain next might gen be is the next lead, gen is the lead yeah. platform, yeah. and then blah blah blah. 
But I would, like right when the consoles launched, we saw a bunch of that stuff. Assassin's Creed Four looks great on next gen. Uh, Need for Speed Rivals. Yeah. I, why worry? This has a weird kind of a release, not schedule, but like the way that they're doing it. It's on retail for current gen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's download for current gen for ten bucks less, but it's the same price as retail on. Uh, Xbox One and PS4, but it's going to be download only. So it's kind of this weird uh, split. That is weird. Yeah. Metal Gear has achieved this weird status that I don't think any other game series has achieved, mm-hmm. where it's like a long-running series that no one's really mad at. And, like, I don't... I feel like you couldn't be. It's just like, oh. you just want to be like, what did, what, what did Kojima do? What did you do? How's yeah. he going to fuck with us this what time? I can't do? wait. What did you do this time? How are you going to disappoint me or pull like, the wall of mine? It's going to be great. Yeah, even if he disappoints you, you kind of feel like it's part of this long-term game yeah. he's playing, where it's just like, that was a really disappointing game. You got me. Well, What's yeah. next? He keeps saying, <laughs> saying he doesn't want to do any more, and then does does another one. He's saying that back with Metal Gear Solid yeah, 2, yeah. which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> well, that, that, four. I think what that means is that he's a genuinely creative person, and, and, and maybe he's being coaxed into doing it, or maybe he's like, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. I have an idea, and, and like what looks really cool about Five, or, or, are we calling it Phantom Pain? That's the official title. It's it's, it's Ground Zeroes. Yeah, Ground Zeroes, and then Phantom Pain. They're two different games. Okay, but uh, they're 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 both the same game. But. Is that it? Looks like a new edition of the series, but it does look like a decidedly next gen game. Yeah, and that's really cool because like most series need to look very closely to their last counterpart mm-hmm. in order to be recognizable. And then Metal Gear gets to do that a lot. It's such an weird it's such a weird status it's like always criticized with a smile like okay when dante changed mm-hmm. and had different hair mm-hmm. people were like legitimately like vitriolic about it like Still anger. but it's like when metal gear makes like the fuck is this riding guy woozy why is he naked like the fans got angry in a, in like an endearing way it's like what why did you do that it was still a great game <laughs> i didn't like that it was still a great game it's just like that was awesome. Can you not do that again? Yeah, but it's, again? it's it's just weird. Like it's I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to describe the status. But, of that's, but that's what's cool about yeah. someone like Kojima being involved. Like he doesn't really care about your expectations. Mm-hmm. He's, he, but he, he is out to make something triumphant. Yeah. And dare I say, maybe shocking. by establishing that, maybe by establishing that he doesn't care, he cut mm-hmm. off the sort of like uh, maybe. angst and anger maybe. at the, at the hmm. stem. I don't know. Maybe he has managed to you curtail can't not be excited about most Metal Gear criticism again. that came with uh, replacing David Hayter. Like that seems to be gone. I don't think people really. Yeah, are, people got angry about it for a while. No people but, came to their senses on that. Yeah, uh, that time for that dialogue to be read by yeah. a real voice actor. Don't hate the hater. So Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> is the hate mic the for ba- Breaking Bad to <laughs> David Hayter's Chevy Chase. Uh, <laughs> God. God, the Chevy I don't know if Chase. I oh, nailed wait, that. Sorry, community mm. spoilers, but the thing with the scene. Anyway. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that scene. Surprising and Wait, this isn't on. If you haven't watched the first two community episodes yet. This might be sitting on their DVR. They're only on season three, man. <laughs> You need to catch up. How many years have we been telling you? Maybe you can find love on the battle. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. That wasn't a bad mic impression. My first first attempt. Won't ever do it again. It was good. No, never. I had another analogy I wanted to make. Just for that character. Kojima with Metal Gear is like um, Danny Glover with Lethal Weapon. Like, he always... uh, this is my last mission. I'm getting too this old for this shit. Yeah, I'm getting too old for this shit. 
getting too old for this shit, and then uh, and then Snake sits down, and there's a bomb on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> says, I'm getting too old for this shit. That happened, right? And then there's a yes. little glint in this eye. I got one more. I got, one, <laughs> I got yeah. one more left for me. Bring in that old Australian racist. Let's make this Metal Gear game. What are we talking about? <laughs> He's like, been doing this for, like, what, 30 years now? Close to that? Uh, no, I did. He was, when was Metal Gear 1? Was he involved with Metal Gear 1? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah? He created I, I feel like his he eye... Looks, he looks so young. I feel like there's a glint he in does. his eye, and then, like, some assistant brings a typewriter in and puts it in front of him, and he just goes... Uh, cracks his knuckles. Yeah, but that, that guy really does do the best possible thing you can ask for in a visionary in this medium. He, he moves the medium forward yeah. every time. Not a lot of people do that. Did I feel yeah. like I just said something totally cliche and horseshit on like a a a, a Time magazine well, show? We're all looking yeah, at you like you, you anyway. Stop it! But it's true. It's very true. It's totally true. It happens every time. No, I mean, uh, Evan Lottie, my coworker, who's a devout PC gamer, because mm-hmm. they work at PC Gamer, that was like, we had, we were doing like a debate, one of our mm-hmm. kind of mock debate things mm-hmm. for the magazine, and like, that was the one time I got, I got out of him that he's like a huge Metal Gear fan. Oh, of course he is. Wow. I mean, yeah, of course but, he but, is. But, but, but. Th- those games are totally up I do, out. I do think this is. His name's Evan Lottie. It's an anagram for Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it isn't, but now you're thinking about I it. I do think this is a good time to see a Metal Gear game on it. PC finally. Oh, that'd be neat. I I believe it. I think this, if not Ground Zero, fan. But I'm cool with playing it on PS4 because I don't know. I just like even I can't be mad at it Mm -hmm. for not being ever on PC. Really, Mm -hmm. it's 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 a lot of Metal Gear games. There's just no being mad at Kojima. Like I feel like I would say something. It's it's very weird that they they haven't really. I don't think they've said anything about it coming to PC. Yeah, and yet they. Like the last time they showed it off, like when when I went down there for for you guys, Dave for OXM, mm-hmm. like they said, like yeah, this is running on high end PC hardware. Well, because everyone was developing next gen games on what they assumed the specs would mm-hmm. be, so they right. had to just build PCs to those specs. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does imply that, like, I, I guess why not? We why don't Do we just why don't will, do you think it will run on Steamos? Yeah, why don't we just send it to Valve? Steamos, I guess. Steamos. Uh, I can't picture Steam. very many Japanese companies porting their games to Linux. <laughs> that just seems so un-Japanese, Linux. Mm. Yeah, but a, like a modified version of the OS, it's not even really Linux anymore. Mm. No, it's, just, it's very much Linux. No, I know it's Linux, but it's still like th- it, there will be a standard. Yeah, uh, but it, it it does create a standard, but it's still very much just Linux with a skin. Steamo. Yeah. So Permission Steam-o, to make a Chris joke? Greek lover. It's Linux. <laughs> Renix? What did I do? I, ne- I never. Remember. He, he <laughs> wanted to make that, that joke, but he I, wanted to put it on you. He did. So that <laughs> yeah. How dare sound you? Like because you're the racist. funny racist. I did. I fell on the big giant sword with a branded English inside. It was not fair. I am a good boy, and I work for a Japanese company. <laughs> that was no. That did that has a Dave stamp on it. Oh, Dave it said Renix. <laughs> time quotes. God, make a T-shirt. I Dave wish said Dave, Dave, Dave Ludden said Renix. Yeah. Oh. oh, there's no more beer. Chris. No. It's a ton of whiskey, though. All right, shall we move on? I feel it's a good idea. How much is this guy had to drink? I'm through with the frontier. Hear me, McCallum. Through. Damn, this guy smells. You know him or something? Yeah, Barker was my wingman in the Titan Wars. I'm gonna kick all your asses. Hey, what do you it may not look like much, but trust me, we're gonna need him. 
He's a hell of a pilot. So our number one game for 2014 Star is Miles. our New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Titanfall. Oh. Which is like that people... We had one person in the comments, uh, in the comments or the forum, I can't remember which, saying that his game of the year for 2013 was the 10-minute Titanfall demo at PAX. Wow. Which, wow. that was definitely one of the highlights of the show. And that's another one that I went from being not very interested in to very interested in after playing it. Like, I'm not really much of a fan of multiplayer games in general. And the idea that this is multiplayer only seriously turned me off. But then I got my hands on it. It's like, this is so much fucking fun. I don't care if there are other people playing. I don't care if there's a 10-year-old jabbering in my ear trying to order people to use a shotgun or whatever. I'm just having fun. This is amazing. That's it. There is... A magic dripping off Titanfall. There is. Did you get a chance to play it? No, I forgot. Oh, no, no. But I like, but either. like, every, but I did. You didn't. Well, you don't. You know. Well, it's coming to PC it though. Is coming to PC. Yes, yeah, so I. I've. I, I, I waited in line, Tyler, <laughs> like a fucking pleb. Wow, wow. <laughs> I have. I have such I'm weird, joking. mixed, like, kind of aroused, kind of confused feelings about it. Where it's like, okay, so these guys. Uh, Created one of my favorite games ever, which is Medal of Honor Allied Assault. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic. Uh, Steven Spielberg's first uh, Mm -hmm. game. Also, one of your favorite games ever, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Yes. For real. So, what happened is Vim Sampella and Jason West, did I get that right? Jason West had left to respawn, I believe. Mm -hmm. Those two. They took a bunch of the staff with them, if I remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, From Infinity War, yeah. Yeah. So, so they made uh, Medal of Honor Allied Assault, which, oh my god. That was like the first, like really good to me, other than a few mods, uh, World War Two multiplayer mm-hmm. shooter. I was like, this is amazing. Then they went and made that was Call the PC of Duty. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the, really the one good. with the really big Omaha. That beat. was yeah, that was one not, not, not the little right. one that all the console gamers. Got. No, no, not yeah. not like the state Omaha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the South yeah. Pacific Omaha. So like Spielberg was involved in that, which is funny because it was all yeah, because um, that that kind of thing doesn't Spielberg, happen anymore. I think helps. But, Usher in Medal of Honor series. I don't know if it was that Weird. one. Weird. No, that wasn't the first game. Also um, brought no, it was like blocks. the third. But that was the one he was involved with. I think it was the first PC. One, no, he was involved it? in the. Yeah, it was yeah. the first PC one. There was a yeah. Medal of Honor on PlayStation yeah. first. Yep. Yeah. That Spielberg. The, the first PC. Oh, mm-hmm. was he involved in that? Yeah, thing? yeah, from, yeah. From the beginning. So that was a big deal. Then they, that, that was all like small scale, like OSS missions behind enemy lines, right. which is what they could do with the hardware. And then they're like, "We've yeah. got this cool PC hardware. I'm we gonna, can actually recreate." I mean, it, I'm going to say complimentary. It was literally trench warfare because you ran through single trenches. It was really more corridor warfare. Corridor warfare. Corridor warfare. I mean, hmm. Allied Assault was the first time. It was mind blowing. I I wasn't in a scenario like Doom, mm-hmm. um, and I was like. Out on an open battlefield, mm-hmm. running with like, with with other characters dying that next they put to me. the names on, yeah, I, and like explosions, yeah. and like th- this was the first time you had that formula for an FPS that became the standard, mm-hmm. where it's like you're a military guy and you have other, te- you know, and it was great. And then they made Call of Duty, mm-hmm. which I didn't like as uh, much. As first game, Allied Assault. The first, I loved one. it immediately. Great game, but. I didn't like it as much for some reason. I think I liked the multiplayer so much in Allied Assault, but I was at that age where mm-hmm. I was just like, I am dedicated to this one game because it's the only one mm-hmm. I own, and I'm just going to play it. Mm-hmm. I just got DSL. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's that's how I experienced it. Like, the first time I got my own P- gaming PC, the first yeah. time I got and then Allied Assault, it was 
a bonus that I didn't expect. And like this. Is so so, then I'm kind of like I kind of like yeah I don't sour on the series mm-hmm. Call mm-hmm. of or yeah the Call of Duty series. Mm-hmm. I liked it up through like you know. Three, I'm like, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, still doing World War Two, cool. And they did four, and it was like Modern Warfare. And I was like, crazy. this is so good. Crazy. What is this like multiplayer with progression? That doesn't like they, mm-hmm. they popularized yeah. it. Yeah, they did amazing things. And then there was, of course, this really weird phase. Of, like I got to meet them. I got to have dinner with them mm-hmm. for Modern Warfare Two, which is fantastic. Uh, which is a big cover story for um, PlayStation, the official magazine. I think it still was at the time. Yeah, still around. Yeah, um, that was so exciting, and then, but I kind of like was like, eh, Modern Warfare Two is okay. I it didn't just grab me like four. I didn't play it for every night like I did four, and then there was of course the continuing and their kind of fake, maybe not fake feud with Treyarch, where they kind of made fun of another developer making Call of Duty games, and then there was their total fallout with Activision, and they all leave and go start respawn. And get sued by Activision, mm-hmm. and and it's just a bunch of drama, and kind of everyone comes out looking kind of icky, and then Titanfall, and I just now I just have this weird mixed feelings. It's like ah, these guys made games that I've loved mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. but uh, but am I over multiplayer shooters? Like, did I just well, burn out on it? Well, let's see. I think there are enough interesting elements in Titanfall that like I want to yeah. be in a big. Ma- the, I am less ex- interested in you than shooters, and hmm. I am immensely interested. The experience in- of playing it, like it, it's it's interesting that like both of my favorite games from PAX, this mm-hmm. and Dying Light, they both had these parkour elements yeah. as a central gameplay thing, and it it is really cool that like you know as as a pilot. You can dash around. You can scramble yeah. up walls. Oh, you wait, can running across a billboard and then jetpacking yeah. into his yeah. mech and was astonishing. Yeah. You you have you have a gun for dealing with infantry mm-hmm. and a bigger gun for dealing with titans. So you're not totally outgunned every right. time you're facing one of those. And pro tip: most of the people I played against were too stupid to look up. So yeah. they can be marching around down on the street in a Titan. I'm standing on a rooftop fucking hammering them with missiles. Is it hmm. significantly slower to look up when you're in a Titan? I don't think so, no. no. If, if anything, it's, it's probably faster. Mm. Respecting... And this is one of the things I love. Like, what's the biggest problem with the Battlefield games? In my opinion, it's the mad rugby scrum for the coolest vehicles. Bearing in mind, I haven't really played since Battlefield 1942. But yeah, for, they, for they a ton of three, <laughs> that, that was still an issue. Even like, right. I need a jeep to drive to. Four changes. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in, else yeah, grabbed it. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. slow down and let you in. Four changes it in a significant way where you spawn into vehicles ah, rather than nice. running for them. But um, nice. okay, I kind of miss the running for them personally. Yeah. But well, uh, Titanfall. Basically, you have a Titan that is locked to you. No, like when you call it down, nobody else can hop in. Nobody can blow it up before you can get to it. Like a Damon Golden Compass fans, it's going to make sure you have a fun experience. It's like it's like yeah, it's on a cooldown timer. Like the first, say, two minutes or something, you can't have a Titan, and then like you have it uh, ready to deploy, and you can just do it whenever. Does everyone get one at the same time, or is there some kind of pacing? I'm sure there's there's a cooldown time based on when they're killed or destroyed. But I mean, so not, if, not, if not everybody has mark, one at once. Everyone gets one. That would be kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, no, no, that, but that, I think it 
from what I saw when I was watching the multiplayer, like not mm. everybody is in a Titan at once. That, that's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, I don't know how the mechanic. It's got the Call of Duty respawn. And rate. you also might not necessarily want a Titan at that particular oh, sure, sure. moment. Like, you know, sure. you might enjoy a, a better street, advantage doing running good. around yeah. and jetpacking all over the place. I like a game that respects movement and positioning. Like, I love Tribes. Because Tribes is all about movement. It's it's uh, yeah. It, it's actually it's a little bit tribey. It's barely really about killing other guys because you're it's capture the flag, right? Yeah. And it's all about like how fast can you move, how agile can you be, what position can you get into. So I like that Titanfall goes back to that sort of just movement is key, is exciting, is is just fun on its own. Like movement in Tribes is just fun. It's fun mm-hmm. to go fast. And fly gotta and go jetpack. Fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> go fast. So I like that because movement to me in Call of Duty just isn't just stop being fun. You know, it's like people are just crouching and going prone mm-hmm. at precision moments in order to kind of uh, take advantage of the game's animations in order to kill you mm. better. And like that stopped being fun for me. Like they're taking advantage of. The fact that you can go prone and still have your gun aimed for a split second while they're going to miss you and like stuff like that, like, is cool that people have gone through that effort of like the same kind of effort they went through in Street Fighter Two to judge mm-hmm. the exact animation frames and be able to pull off moves mm-hmm. like knowing which frame in the animation they have to press well, I, a button. That's cool. That's what people are doing with Call of Duty. That's not my kind of experience. If I'm looking at it, it, like the um. When I've grown up playing first-person shooters um, online, and it was always about the kill ratio. And the less the games become about the kill ratio, the cooler I think they are. And to do that, you improve respawn rates and uh, empowerment or something. <laughs> That's why. And, and and like so now you have a ton of abilities, and this like you're gonna die. You'll probably have a kill score, but there should there's probably like there's probably it looked to me there's a greater objective to Titanfall. Yeah. To like do, to doing well, that, that being in being in a, a titan doesn't instantly guarantee success. Right. Um, and it's not just about getting, I hope, more kills than everyone else. No, and no. It's, it's sort of no, like there, there are that stopped being fun. To there me. are goals in each match, right? And like I thought it was also kind of cool. Like when you lose a match, there's like an evacuation period where it's like, okay, you can still score a few points if you sure. can get as many people on the losing side to this drop ship as possible. Within a narrow window of time, and, but when, and when you get make out of when there. you make competitive shooters all about kill counts, uh, you lower camaraderie and uh, cooperative yeah. behavior. That's why Rising Storm, which I'll never convince any listeners mm-hmm. to play, was that uh, it, Red that's, Orchestra. That's the Red Orchestra uh, sequel. Um, is my favorite. They don't even show your kill death ratio. Mm. It is about inches. It is about like running into a machine gunner and dying. So that two other guys can move up twenty feet, and that's that's cool. what makes it fun because every life is you're always valuable. Even when you like spawn and get sniped, like you just gave away an enemy position I, by I, dying. Like I make, that's I make you fun feel of good. Dipshits on uh, on microphone chat yelling uh, slurs at me, but the reality is it when it does work to be like going in cover fire, please cover cover. Like when it, when it is working and, and, and firing on all cylinders and people are communicating, that is a beautiful multiplayer experience. Oh and we always say that we do that in the office because we're all friends and we're not trying to really uh, embarrass one another, humiliate one another with our play. Mm-hmm. 
we communicate it's and fun. we yeah. and we have a much better time. I hope we do that in Titanfall. You get rid of kill counts, man. You got to get into Counter Strike Go with me and Evan. Are you, are you playing Go? Yeah, we're I'll playing play Go. I played like a competitive, which is like you play thirty rounds on the same map against the same team, your team versus them. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that is fun because like. It's like a chess game, and I'm, I'm kind of stealing Evan's words as he described it, but mm-hmm. it's like every every time you spawn, you're thinking, like, last time we went to B, um, and we defeated them outright. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably not going to go to B. They're probably going to go to A and send one guy to B. Oh, shit, but what if they call or double bluff and go to B? So it's like this crazy over 30 freaking rounds. It's an amazing experience with Evan on the mic being like, <laughs> okay, guys, okay, uh, let's go to Alpha, and uh, and it's... Fantastic. Evan said the poison was in the red vial. I have yeah. no idea what he's talking about. I'm so about. confused. I'm so confused. Something about the flagon with the dragon. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember. Anyway, off topic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm excited for Titanfall. Titanfall's pretty no, it's, pretty. No, cool. I, I, like, I, I know all of us. Gosh, it looks good. Being in this industry can be a little cynical towards multiplayer shooters, and that's because they've always been about the same thing, the individual. Hmm. And the less they make it about the individual, to me, the more fun it is for everybody. Yeah. And when like you, and people tries, brag about it. Rising but it, Storm, Counter-Strike, that's why it, those are the games we continue to talk about. Yeah. Even, even Counter-Strike, it, it, I, I know Go is different, but like I grew up playing Counter-Strike through all its iterations, and it was still like, you're dead, you're dead for the round. So you could be dead for like anywhere from two to ten minutes. But not, but making death meaningless, which is the point of playing games. I want to fire guns at people and not die. <laughs> oh, see, I like a meaningful death. You ever been the last guy in a Counter Strike? Yes, on it's your team? beautiful, and you know you it's can't talk to shit. anyone on your team. You, you know what usually happens? But then like, you in, know they're all watching you in the like, cool matches. Fuck, 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 fuck. In the no cool pressure. matches, you get that. You get that message. Knives. Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That feels good. Knives, nice. especially yeah, when nice. it's from the other team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's fun when it's it, it is like a sport mm-hmm. where you can like sort of go to the other team. You can say, "Oh man, good." You it's know, the most Van nice Damme move, guys. Nice in the move. universe. Mano mano. Anyway, <laughs> but I, I hope this. Yeah, and you're like you like agree to knives, and you run out of the open. They will immediately shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Well, I, ho- well, I think th- there's a weird thing about like making death in these kind of games hurt you and giving you all these abilities in a yeah. row in a fucking giant robot is so cool like mm-hmm. it makes your death kind of meaningless it makes but all these other things more important i hope that i hope i hope they use that to play toward camaraderie where it's mm-hmm. like you're gonna call your titan you're gonna call your titan okay you call your titan i'll stay you know like i hope it's a thing where i want to communicate with my teammates me too I, and i want to feel really happy for them when they like call their titan and i said this is a good time and they do it and they get a bunch of kills and i feel like you know, it's just it's fun to have that camaraderie in a game versus how I feel about Call of Duty lately, which is just like I don't know. Who, I mean, who has who can call uh, people gay in more inventive ways? And who's I on the can. top of the scoreboard? <laughs> yeah. Why did chocolate milk? <laughs> Mama, do the laundry later. I mean, that's a shitty stereotype of Call of Duty players. Lots of nice people play. No, that's a, lot a of shitty Call stereotype of, of all online players. Yeah, almost online yeah. multiplayer. I think oh, that I mean, meme that, came that, from Ghost Recon, right? No, it was uh, it was Rainbow Six Three. Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like focusing in on his face with the sniper scope, and the character's mouth is moving <laughs> while he's yelling at his <laughs> God. The griefing in TF2 is some of my favorite too, and people just lock uh, other characters, other, other players. That entertains the hell out of me. God, I don't so even know what video it was. It was just this guy jumping uh. in front of a sniper. Come on, let me shoot people. <laughs> Channeling shoot people. Mike Grimm, but that's so good. Let me shoot people. Come on. 
All right, so that's our top five. Wow. Uh, we're going to go out on uh, Luigi's Ballad by Starbomb, oh, and which uh, the Eagle Raptor just did an animated music video you should check out. Nice. But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the very limited handful of new releases and uh, bullshit for a little while before we talk about your biggest games of 2013. Stay tuned. What up, bitch? I got a what up, bitch? What's inside the question block? It's my dick. It's a Mia Mario. I'm more Italian than pastrami. I'll take you by the peaches and give you the hot salami. I saved you from dragons and evil blues. That I spooky must not be a raccoon to get inside your tanuki. I will melt you like Yoshi and show you things you've never seen. My mushrooms now mega if you know what I mean. So suck it! Mario, let's do this shit I like. It's the break segment. I'm the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch just like every week. And this week, I am fucking pissed because I have bent over backwards for these Vigigame Apocalypse fuckwads for the past 45 episodes or however long it is I've been on. I don't know how to count. I, you may have noticed I'm a small woodland critter who lives in an urban area, which is already a disability in and of itself. But I find out that these fuckers put together a list of the top 10 games of 2013, and then I find out that there's a game about a raccoon, and they didn't even put it in. Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time, deserved a nod. Just a mention! A tiny, tiny mention! Just in honor of your fucking mascot, Vigigame Game Apocalypse! You can't even do that! Raccoons are underrepresented in video games, and this was a step in the right direction for our species, and you fucking shat all over it! I'm not gonna stand for this shit anymore! We need to rise up! Attica! 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 Easy! Easy! We have neighbors. What's wrong with you? I wanna live in your Attica. We live in an apartment! Apartment Attica? What, what are you saying? It's fancy? I just want to live in space above your house. I can't afford an Attica. Well, why not? Aren't you rich from all these donations you're getting from people clicking on the donate buttons at lasertimepodcast.com and saying it's for VGA and then forgetting to? No, not necessarily. That's a pay for hosting, raccoon! Well, what, what about people going to store.lasertimepodcast.com and buying t-shirts with those fucking skull logos? It's, it's not that simple. Which is why VG Empire just released a premium episode about winter songs on lasertime.bandcamp.com. Well, doesn't it generate any revenue if they, they follow the show at VG Apocalypse or go to Lasertime Show on Twitter? Awareness is nice, but it's not going to keep a raccoon alive. But it's just an Attica, man. I mean, how about the Amazon links that are on the side of the site? I mean, don't you get some, a, a cut from that? Uh, that's a prison in and of itself. You don't want to know, raccoon. It's useless trying to argue with you. Let's go to bed. Okay. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to episode 46 of Vigigame Apocalypse. Ugh. It's now our second segment, and we traditionally begin it with... These are the new releases, they are releasing new lyrics. These are the new releases, everybody cares them. What was your lyric there? I'd, huh? Do you remember what you said? Uh, I think I was just singing the first uh, uh, verse over again. And yeah, then you changed it up. It's not fair for me to ask you to cherish every new release. Yeah. <laughs> you really shouldn't most of the time. Especially not this week. There aren't very many to talk about. Um, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is coming to PC. 
Oh. Hey, hey, what did I just say? So you were asking for one. We you got, got a Metal it. Gear game. Yep. It's really fun. That was a monkey's paw of a wish, though. Yay. You got the worst. I look forward to it, though. <laughs> Aw. I don't know if it's necessarily it's, the worst. It's, it's the worst. I mean... It's not... It's the worst yeah. Metal Gear game, but that's still a good thing. I suppose. Well, it's not really a Metal Gear game. Uh, yeah. It's got... I mean, it's not a Metal Gear Solid game. It's something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a spinoff. Yeah, it's... it's I, I don't know. It's super charming. It, mm-hmm. So, like, the, the wish is, I wish that there was a Metal Gear game on PC, and then the monkey's paw says, you didn't say solid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait for the TF2 character-free DLC, and, uh... Yeah, and the uh, the mod tools. Everybody's going to get invisible codex. <laughs> <laughs> Rising is fun, but it sort of yeah, falls like apart it. near the end. Like, the last couple of boss fights are terrible. Anyway... But yeah, that's coming out. So PC gamers rejoice! You get to play it. Can you I talk get about to play a higher res version? Something that's it. not really a new release, but sure, new sure, to sure. me, because I left on December nineteenth uh-huh. for Florida and left my oh, Xbox for the Uno past. here. Yes, go back to the past. Uh, everybody was listening to Lady Gaga's Poker Face. It was. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, and, Dave, you said it came out on the 20th. Yep. Uh, Max, The Curse of Brotherhood. Which I remember... I, That's like, one I wanted to talk about because it came okay. out after our last show. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's cool. I didn't mean to... I didn't mean no, it's a that. natural segue. Yeah! So did you get to play it? I, I downloaded it. I haven't had a chance to play it. Um, I played it some at PAX and thought mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah, no, it's it's perfectly charming. It's, it's a weird example of, like, a classic formula hmm. mixed with something that does look truly next-gen. Yeah, well, it, it feels oddly like those old school like puzzle platformers mm-hmm. like Out of This World and Heart of Darkness and Flashback. Okay. I'm glad I'm talking to the right person. What's Let it called see. again? What? Uh, I've never it's heard called, of it. It's called it has a shitload of words in it. It has bargain that are, bin written are all red over flags it. for me. Until until I like I actually looked at it with the, the trailer, mm-hmm. Max the Curse of Brotherhood. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds, hate, it sounds like it's going to be bad. It's a sequel to a game that's on Steam, Tyler, called Max and the Magic Marker. Which I think was also on I've Wii heard of that. Or some other yeah, it was. Forgettable. Okay. Yeah. And it's. Uh, it, I didn't realize it. the whole plot revolves around some dude with an idiot kid brother that he wishes was out of existence and is kidnapped by a giant, giant monster. Huh? Labyrinth. Yes. But yes, and has to go. Has to go save him. I was trying to cover it with a cough. I'm but sorry. It didn't I'm work sorry. Second time. Dance the magic dance. Mm-hmm. Right Over back dance. to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. God. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just that. You know, Curse of Brotherhood is a great name for the game. You're trying to save your brother. Your brother's a total idiot oh, yeah. and He's getting a curse. trouble. He's a curse. Uh, and, and then uh, I'm actually playing it. And, and the one thing that struck me, the notion that I couldn't get across on Twitter, is that. The way I felt playing it is the way I... I'm playing on an Xbox One, mm-hmm. semi-launch window Yeah. And the way I felt playing it was the way I thought I'd feel playing Malice. The... Uh, the Gwen uh, Stefani... Yeah. The uh, Gwen Stefani, highly touted, ended up going multi-platform. Was originally launch. supposed to be an Xbox One they, launch title. So I didn't want to tweet it because like, I would not ever demand anybody out there remember Malice. But it's like... Mm-mm. It, it it brings in this promise of like, here's some slightly familiar stuff from a slightly familiar angle, and a way you've never played it and seen it before, and that's what the game actually offers. It's a red haired character. It, I don't know. It was like everything that like those original malice. Here's your <laughs> Xbox, maybe. Uh, it, it 
the promise of malice has been delivered wow. in Max. <laughs> it is, it's a reference. You're probably the only person in the last ten years who said the promise of exactly. malice. Exactly. It's a reference that's wasted on everybody, never, including I, the people who get it. I've so <laughs> never heard of it. I thought you were going to continue to say Maleficent, starring no. Angelina no. Jolie, yes, yes, red-haired girl with a hammer that like looks like it's clockwork gears or some shit. Yeah. No, it's, okay. It. it's okay. It's okay. I don't expect everybody to... That's why I, I have a draft in my tweet folder like, this is just not working. <laughs> this is not working, but I want to say something kind about the game that you makes a good me... Malice it made comment? me whimsical for the promise of the original Xbox and the launch window yeah. of the Xbox mm-hmm. One. I Ain't thought that was whimsical. really neat. Yeah. Um, what is it? You, you get like... You have a marker, but then you mm-hmm. can add elemental powers to it, so like... At first, you can create platforms mm-hmm. out of dirt, and then you can create water spouts yeah. and vines. Tree branches. And, and it's really and cool. You can, you can cut off tree branches, and they become objects that you can then push around and stand mm. on. And uh, it's a... I, I love that for me, there, I don't know. There's a lot still, of whimsy. <laughs> there's, there's still something infinitely readdressable about the platformer. Yeah. Um, and this is just another indication of that. Like, it's yeah. something that no, God, yeah. does slightly need a new, new system to do. And... This elegantly, and I don't know. I was really happy with it. I mean, there. I don't know. I mean, like game design is so relatively unexplored. Like Mm -hmm. there is more shit to do with platformers for sure. Yeah, it's pretty surprising that this came out within a week or so of Halo Spartan Assault, which I also wanted to talk about. Yes, have you played this? I've only played about a half hour's worth, and I I liked it. It was a Windows Phone game that then came to Xbox One. Yes. What is it? It's a yeah, it's a top-down shooter, twin stick on the Xbox One. Um, Came to Windows Eight, didn't not? Yeah, no, it, it started cool. on. Surface. You know, I bought that app, brother. It started on oh. Surface okay. without controller support. Wow. Then went. It, it might have also been on Windows Eight at the yep. time, also yep. without controller support. Tyler then Winston. got controller support. Then it came to Xbox One, and now it's obviously only controller just, support. Just Wait, was it not Windows Phone at some point? It was Surface. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like um, what Windows Eight is this hilarious graveyard where like <laughs> it's like they have their own app store that's supposed yeah. to be like you know you just use it. Mm-hmm. That's where you buy stuff. No, nobody who's using it buys Halo Spartan. <laughs> they 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 get confused and buy Excel well, twice. I suppose it's a weird. <laughs> that's, that's the people it's a using weird it. Thing for Windows to convey. It's a universal store. Does it work with Xbox? Nope. And yet there's an Xbox channel on your Windows 8 PC. It's very confusing. Yeah. I can see how that could be a little weird. So despite the fact that it's always seemingly been like destined to be a twin-stick shooter, mm-hmm. it apparently, from the reviews that I've read so far, it has not fared well. Even well, as like, a tra- controller? Tra- yeah, on Xbox sport. One, it just mm-hmm. hasn't worked out that well. It's not well-liked. It's yeah. a bit too laden with the, the microtransactions that have kind of... Uh, fouled a few of the games uh but yeah and, and it also just it doesn't quite work as a twin stick shooter the, like the ai is a little bit off mm. and there's the there's some co-op levels but it's just not substantial enough it's just it it doesn't seem to work and like a game like max and the curse of brotherhood mm-hmm. where it, nobody expected anything out of it mm-hmm. and it's starting to surprise people this it is probably the, would have been good on surface yeah. it looks like dreamworks the game yeah hmm. And I mean, like, yeah, from I haven't played Max yet, mm-hmm. but I hear all this stuff about, um, like, the marker, and I know that it was on the Wii before where it yeah. was, like, I'm surprised to learn that it, it doesn't use any sort of, like, input to, like, approximate the I, marker. I thought maybe it could be a smart glass showcase, but it never gave me the prompt, and I, maybe I was missing that. No, yeah, I mean, 
But then there's something like Halo Spartan Assault where it's like, well, this should work because it's on a controller mm-hmm. and it just doesn't. I mean, it, it, it's been getting decent reviews mm-hmm. and I liked it, but I only I've only played about like 30 to 45 minutes worth, so I can't really yeah make a judgment call on it. But yeah, from what I've heard, just doesn't seem to. We'll always have local it. cycle days. Yeah. <laughs> what about for? I don't know. For uh, I mean, if if I'm interested in lore, uh, <laughs> if I were that person, uh, what's it about? Even I think it's supposed to be a simulation. Like I think I think it stars the some of the um, a- the red headed marines kill the aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think it's. Sort what of, if I've read all the books? Yeah. <laughs> Where does it fit in? I think it's sort of tied into a uh, forward unto dawn. But again, I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention to it. Speaking oh, did of, you draw a but, dick on our commentary? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. Sorry for the digression again, but I got a message from someone. Sorry, I can't remember your name on Facebook, telling me to tell Ann that he was saying his uh, grandfather, stepdad, somebody old. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he noticed he had a bunch of Assassin's Creed books, and Weird. apparently, this like eighty-year-old man had read them all, loved them. Didn't know they were based on a video game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought that was... He just thought they were historical fiction. <laughs> Fantastic and hilarious because as far as I know, those aren't even good books. I hear they're great. Well, I, I, but I have one question. Is he homeless? <laughs> he, may, he, may, he may be. I, I do wonder, like, would they be better if you hadn't played the games? Maybe. Because big chunks of them are just recaps of the cutscenes and missions wow. of the game. It just, it just made me think, could you imagine like reading like a Star Wars novelization and then being like, that's a movie? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, or reading a Star Trek novelization or any of the many novelizations. Oh, the possibility. Reading a Gears of War novelization. <laughs> it's a game? <laughs> my goodness! My I word! I thought this was brilliantly written science fiction. <laughs> this world is too fleshed out. <laughs> Uh, oh, just to imagine that, like all the fan sites are. It about does seem like novels. a trick I'd like to play in book credits. <laughs> <now again. laughs> like, send them some novelizations yeah. under a new title. A cool thing to go back in time with something that's blatantly derivative. Like, like I went back home to New York for Christmas, and like um, I'm hanging out with my niece and nephew, who are both five, and they're both watching on iPads, like sitting next to me. They're watching Rango ripoffs, like separate <laughs> Rango ripoffs. And Django Unchained, like, the biggest offender. Oh, absolutely. Like. The biggest offender. They look like shit. But if I went so it's back... it's like a box-headed lizard with like a cowboy hat that's upside down. More or less, <laughs> yes. And I'm wondering, like, if I go back to like 1992 mm-hmm. with that, I probably look like a, like a genius. I think you would. I think <laughs> yeah. you look like uh, John Luke Picard. But they're just such shit. Such should, shit. Let me pull uh, up this Good Times video. If you're going to do that, go back with Rango itself. I mean, no, I, no. I, I want to just wow the world. <laughs> I say that for two years later. Yeah. Like, this My was name good. is Dave Rudd, and I'm from the future, and I wrote a little movie called Rango. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that always the dream, though, to travel back in time and take credit for other people's work? I, the last time I had that thought, and this is embarrassing, I'm going to let it out, uh, I wanted to write... Counting Crows, Mr. Jones, and take credit <laughs> for that and give it to the world. So about 1992, 93 was the last time I had that notion. I would like to steal really? this because it's such a glorious piece of culture bestowed I, upon I, the world. I have that notion like weekly while, Do I'm, you? while I'm trying to fall asleep. Yeah, but you're trying to like trick people. Like I just wanted to like, I thought the song was so great 
I wanted to take credit for it. No, I mean, they're all... What would happen if I took this amazing song and traveled ten years into the past and pretended I wrote it and released it? Yeah, you're probably, like, trying to figure out how... Like, how can I make it look like I invented the Dogecoin? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just... I just... I'm all the time. I'll read something or hear a piece of music and be like... I wish I did that. No, I, I have that, but like the the, the, the vision of like going back in time and fooling humanity. Oh right, well, the I, idea I, that I, I, did I think that. about that too. Do you really? That goes with it. I think you need real goals. Yeah, it, it starts out with <laughs> I, like like that. That resonates me with me so much. Like I could have written that, mm-hmm. like, but I didn't. See, that's why we can never have time travel because oh, all anyone would do is go back into the past and, and try to pass off shit. time travel as their own invention. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> or end up ruining like very mundane things. Like, uh, like this bird knocked my food out of my hand. Angry bird. It was my idea. <laughs> we just I wrote, may as well go back and steal angry birds. Michael, you just wrote a really funny skit about like the inventor of time travel changing yeah. 32 times in yeah. 32 <laughs> seconds. Can we put that in the break? We'll write I that. Pretty that. soon time travel that. was invented in the year you know 3000 BC because <laughs> people just kept going backward and backward and backward and trying to claim credit. By a Christian cartoonist. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe Mike Grimm invented time travel. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so nice. in, ca- in caveman times. He doesn't even care. Because I would like to give you a date, but I don't know when caveman times were. <laughs> Last Thursday. I'm not that smart. I do. Alabama. <laughs> Twitter. Sorry, Turbo. Uh, don't apologize. I love also out since our last show, um, Mega Man X2. Yes, on Wii console. U, Virtual Console. Yes. I am uh, absolutely a big fan. Do, I mean, do you know if you repurchase games on the Virtual Console yeah, for Wii U? Cheaper. It's like a buck fifty or something, right? Uh, it depends on what platform it is. Blah, blah, blah. It's about a buck fifty for uh, Wii U, but it does include like save states and like a better resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, Mega Man X2 is beyond reproach. That game is fantastic. Sure. Uh, it's really good. I'll approach it. I'll pro- Don't approach Meg. Uh, it's it's really good. Um, I, I I I love the original Mega Man's, but I'm I'm kind of astounded, but by how quickly and how long I'll be drawn into the X games. And those are not my generation's games. I played one through three, and everything through six. I can wow, these are these are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they, just, they made me cry as a child. So. Did they? Was it? Oh, you're a Sigma fan. <laughs> no, Sigma. because they were hard. No. I couldn't beat them. Sigma had such a sexy chin, didn't he, Tyler? I don't know. I, I don't like know. chins. I mean, never, never. I don't know. Don't want to go there. How about that? <laughs> uh, Doctor Luigi also came out. Oh, dude, I'm so the or most vicious battle I ever had with Carolyn uh-huh. in multiplayer was with Doctor Mario, and uh, we both like kept. T- it was one of those situations where, like, after five hours, we were tied. <laughs> And so I would love that that minor shakeup of the L-shaped pill block is exactly what Carolyn and I need to figure out who who is the best Doctor Mario who can rid the virus. God, that's the decider on L-shaped the virus. <laughs> yes. Can someone tell me what the year Luigi was? I'm so confused. Twenty thirteen. That's why we went out on that song. Why was it called that? What? Because, because that's it when Luigi, had all the Luigi games. Mario came out uh, in eighty eighty one. Um, sure. Jesus, we know. used to like video. Games. Come on, Brent. Um, uh, but, I didn't realize didn't it was an out. anniversary. I thought it was just they were releasing it was. a bunch of Luigi. Lu- games. Luigi had, did not premiere until Mario Brother or Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah. it was the year of Luigi because, and then, man, a really good year for the guy. Uh, 
he's in Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. That's see, I'm starting with that. But Luigi's Mansion is up there with my top ten ga- games of the year. Cool. Luigi's Mansion, okay. Dark Moon, Luigi Super Luigi Brothers. Um, I must have read like a hundred Kotaku articles about the year of Luigi and never had any clue. What I that think they meant. were they were tongue in cheek a little bit. If but, I may play hmm. one of Luigi's very first appearances. Is this? Yo, where are you? It's Mario Brothers. Is this an ad for one of those better than Craigslist hookup sites? Yes, I don't. yes, it is. So begins the marginalization of Luigi. Like, and he looks exactly like Mario, but in green overalls. I couldn't do anything with my green hat and white overalls. Look, yeah, you didn't live through 2013. Oh, did you guys play NES Was remakes? that a takeoff of Car 54, Where Are You? Yes, yes absolutely. Wow. You watched Nick at Night as a kid. You did. did. You did. You're a big fan of uh, whoever the fuck played Herman Munster. <laughs> that guy. That guy. Long that's dead. His name, that Long guy. dead. Is he? He was in My Cousin Vinny, wasn't he? Still was, that still was 20 years ago. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all uh, just... People don't die in 20 years. Come on. <laughs> it's all just blurring so together, isn't film. it, Michael? It is, it is. I'm a very yeah. old man. Mm-hmm. I could die in 20 years. Uh, it was a good year for Luigi, though. It really was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It really was. They, they, they did it up right, and he's, I've always loved Luigi. I was going to say, you didn't live through 2013 unless you saw someone on Twitter call Mario and Luigi's accents problematic. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> I'm going to bow out of uh, this podcast. Uh, so anyway. Um, there was another virtual console oh, release. Oh, was there? Super Punch-Out. Yeah, oh, Super Punch-Out. Yes. Yes. Which is one of my favorite games of all time. Let me count the ways. One, two, five. three, four, five. Five. <laughs> Bear Hugger. <laughs> God, I love that game so much. See, I almost don't count that because it came out for Wii like a couple years ago. Well, the next two as well. Like I, I feel yeah, it, it, they did it. They did. And if you bought those, you for like a buck, you can transfer them over to your, your Wii U and get ah, an enhanced version. Right. That's really cool. Uh, it's a, it takes a little time to set up, but uh, Nintendo's site has a tutorial. You can figure it out. Hmm. And if you do it really well, you can transfer all your Wii. Are you mixing Mad Dog? You're mixing Mad Dog Orange Jubilee with Dragon Fruit. Oh my god, the color didn't change. (laughs) It changed slightly. Which I believe is stream-crossing behavior. Why are we drinking all this bum wine? Crossing the urine stream. Because we're out of beer. Well, not just because we're out of beer, because... Why do we have all this bum wine? Brett Elston bought it as a joke. Uh He didn't know what it was. He liked the color and thought it was funny and it was $5. That sounds like Brett. And we explained to Brett... Brett, this is bum wine. This will make your mouth numb. Your insides yes. turn inside out. I believe Barbara Bush did a speech against this at some point. You That's shouldn't. A- like, this has actually been made illegal in certain mm-hmm. areas because of the problems it's caused. And he said, oh, that's funny. And he got the blue one. He got ripped off. He got a few percent uh, uh, less alcohol. With that one, but it looked vaguely Romulan. Look cool. So he wanted it. Did. It looked Romulan. It looked like, This is a Star Trek reference. We I drank it. This. It's good. And Henry Gilbert, who comes here and and will drink a PBR kind of with a he doesn't like with a beer. grimace. He doesn't, he doesn't like beer. Like, he, doesn't fizzy, like beer. he doesn't like fizzy liquids, and he doesn't like uh, no. the taste of beer. Totally so get so it. we usually get him some kind of like screwdriver, some or kind of or a Kahlua thing. He well, he took a liking to the bum wine, mm-hmm. and so, he didn't know he shouldn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I decided to uh, have a New Year's party here, which we've talked about. Um, it was very drunken. And I called it Pahrumpa Pum Bum Wine in honor of Henry because I looked in the fridge and it was full of bum wine that like he hadn't had yet. That yes. Like, that, like we're not going to drink. You were literally catering, catering to Henry. And so I kind of made the joke and then people brought – I think, Dave, did you bring – No, you, I brought this that's yeah, on yeah. our table right now. It's Dave, a Dave bought a whole wine. bottle of uh, Mad Dog. Uh, Orange Jubilee. Orange Jubilee. And Which, didn't we look it up? It was called 2020 because it was originally 20 ounces and 20 proof. Yeah, it's not wow. anymore. But, it's not um, anymore. And then Henry didn't show. So now I just have a <laughs> goddamn fridge it. full of bum wine. Well, did you really expect him to drink all the bum it wine really, by himself? It, it really I was kind is. of hoping he would. <laughs> it really is a sad and like noteworthy fridge that there's like a shitload of quinoa salad and Mad Dog 2020 <laughs> on the top rack. <laughs> It doesn't smell too bad anymore, though. No, but it was funny because it rats like, off. To I was that. I was cleaning it out, and it was like it was clear that it was one thing. Mm-hmm. What that thing was, I don't know, because I threw out a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. But there was clearly one. I threw a sriracha. Thing. Just I didn't want to. I didn't want to bother with it. Yeah. And, and why did why they did the factories? Why did open. the fucking jar of pickles look like an old battery? It had white stuff built up around it. I don't. That's a, that, I don't know. According to science, that's illegal. Like an Egyptian battery. <laughs> So all this leads to me mixing dragon fruit bum wine yeah, with orange are. jubilee bum wine hey, mm-hmm. without it Rats changing off, color. Yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's an unsatisfying clink sound because my glass is plastic. Oh, so, it tastes fine. Yeah. So that's a good lead into uh, our next bit, which there's is there, no way in, in lieu of actual news. Ah, yeah, I yeah. thought we could shoot the shit for a bit about what we did on the two weeks, two three weeks during which there was no vegetable <laughs> apocalypse. Well, bum wine. Yeah. Who played something good over break? Uh, all Link Between Worlds. Oh, yeah. So good. Uh, well, Probably what, would have made it onto our top ten if we had played it more by one, the time it was we time were, to record. We were talking about it maybe in the, the context of Assassin's Creed, but like, I'm very busy. Try and play a game, and like, if I get... Other than GTA, which I like a lot myself, I, I clear out a blast radius for. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I can do whatever I want in this right. game. I'm going to enjoy GTA. If I'm not... Folk, if I'm not on the main path, I feel guilty. I feel like I'm not actually... Yeah, that's how uh, I feel in Assassin's Creed. It's like, if I'm not like getting every sea shanty, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh god, I'm, even though I know I can go back, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can go back and do things you didn't do, but I'm like, it's like, there's part of me that wants to be a completionist, and part of me that's mm-hmm. like, no, no, get back to the story, you asshole, and it's like this... That's why I play it multiple times. I just, I get anxiety. All the time. I, I actually yeah. like have anxiety attacks over what I am doing and not doing in a game, which is bad. That's a problem. I or, edited a Christmas special that took me, in addition to the time I put in beautiful. initially, 24 hours straight to publish in time for the 23rd. And all of you... Probably didn't listen to I it. I did. I did. Not I you. I was talking to all the dipshits oh. out there. You there with oh. the propeller beanie listening. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't listen you to it. You have an interesting view of our audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's either propeller beanie or uh, funny disguise glasses with a nose and a mustache. Or possibly chiseled European-looking model guys. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, That's what? how I imagined it. I was astounded by how much I could sleep. And, and, and really, like my, my pre-New Year's resolution was to, hey, buddy, reconnect with your Vita. Because mm-hmm. I've da- like my Vita is this gorgeous catalog of games I have been meaning to play. Mm-hmm. And something about them being free via PS Plus devalues them a little bit. Like it, it, 
deletes that sense of urgency because I didn't pay for them outright at full price. Mm. And but guacamole, guacamole is so fucking good, man. That was that was absolutely great. Yeah, and I like, but, like it yet. turns out, if I'm playing a portable at my parents' house during Christmas, uh, and I'm not adjusted to the time zone, I will fall asleep in one hour, wow. no matter what happens. Uh, but uh, we, were, we were saying. Uh, uh, pressure to finish games and I got Link Between Worlds and it's like it was the first game I like I really got into the game like I don't really want to go through the land of Link to the Past and then I played it for like two hours and it's like I could just hit shrubs and hookshot people mm-hmm. and I could die right send now. full health blast <laughs> waves through blades of grass yeah. all oh, goddamn so day <laughs> it does not matter it was it was so great played a little more Monster Hunter blah 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 that's just mm. me um, that's what happened to me. Yeah, the break. You played Monster Hunter. Yeah, no, the the same like, exactly what you said. about a link between worlds in a game called Starbound, which is in beta, early access on mm-hmm. Steam right now. Where it's like I, after the initial sort of tutorial quest, like you just have no objectives. Mm-hmm. It's you know it, it's a Minecraft spawn, um, two D. Takes place in the galaxy. Yeah, where I mean, you start out. You're on a you're on a, you have a spaceship, but you are out of fuel and you're stranded above a planet. You go down to the planet, and you're doing Minecrafty stuff like digging through blocks, finding ore and stuff, and building. And I just got obsessed with building a really cool house. Like when I found a toilet, I'm like, awesome! I can build yeah, a bathroom, it, and it's just <laughs> like this is exciting. And nothing is pushing me to build a bathroom in my house. Like there's nothing. There's no checklist of things I need to do. I just like I want a I want there to be a bathroom. That that's what I want. And I spent probably like 15 20 hours playing this game like building a bathroom? Not just building the bathroom. Oh, okay, okay. Building a whole house. And then when I found out it's one of those games where it's like unless you go to a wiki, you really have to discover things on your own. Like oh, if I put coal in my spaceship's engine that works. Okay. <laughs> I can go to a different planet now. Shit. Uh, wow. Okay. If I starbound. Yeah. Like if you know, it's like where you're just like you're combining items and just equal to Earthbound. (laughs) Yes, it is. No. (laughs) And you're finding what happens. And there's combat. The combat's okay, but it kind of becomes a chore. You can fight monsters, but they're all like super colorful, weird-looking monsters. It's just fun. Like I was talking to one of my coworkers, Corey, who played it too. Multiplayer, which which seems probably more fun than my solo experience, but just going to planets, he found like a woman's penal colony um, where they all had weapons, and like just wow. going to a different planet and finding a science facility full of monkeys in wheelchairs with exposed brains and laser vision, and that just being like, me. "Oh god!" <laughs> anyway, it's all like pixel art, but it's like this is the forbidden show. It's like decent platforming <laughs> For where, man, where you're like. Yes, where you're you're finding caves or you're digging caves, and there's a certain amount of like water physics where water rain will build up and create these underwater lakes that you can swim in, and there are like fish. It's just it's just fun to play like a like dig dug if it existed to like if wow. if if they had enough bits. If dig to, dug existed today, which it doesn't. Yes, yeah, it would but be it, starbound. But if you just expounded on it. Now, it would probably be more... Well, yeah. 
Yeah, maybe it would. Yeah, it's a modern age yeah. dog. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Don't it's listen a to the critics. Dog. You, you work at PC Gamer. It's the modern day dig yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also it's played a game. Some, it's a dig dog. I played some DayZ. I got bit by a zombie, bled to death, got confused, respawned. That was my DayZ. And I played some competitive Counter Strike, which I mentioned, which was like. Oh, I forgot how fun, like, a really good sport-like competitive shooter can be when, 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 as Evan put it, like, you're making calls, like, you're making, like, play calls, and when you realize that's happening, it's like, it becomes intensely fun when it's just, like, two guys go right, two guys go, and, like, it's, it was this weird, like, out of my body, like, so excited to be part of a team, a cohesive Jeez. team thing that, like, I haven't felt in a while in a game. And it's and it's Counter-Strike. It's Counter-Strike Go. Like, mm-hmm. it's a game that's there that I feel that like has always been Everybody probably owns there. and hasn't installed. Yeah. So, that was really fun. Um, five on five, 30 freaking rounds, unless someone wins before that. I don't know. Like, we've all learned, like, Oh, variety is the thing. Playing thirty rounds on the same same map is stupid, but nope. no, like it's I did it for you for that at least is a decade. Great. Like you want to get to know the map to the point that you know exactly how many seconds it takes for the other team to get to certain Dust positions. or Dust too. Uh, we weren't on No, we weren't on Dust. We weren't on a map I don't actually know. Aztec. Um Oh, it might have been Aztec. <laughs> Aztec is a shit. I, I know Aztec. Anyway, what the hell did you guys play? Uh <sighs> I didn't get to play a lot since I was in New York Jerk. for most of my uh, oh, so Christmas cool. vacation. I did finally beat Straight Pass Monster Manor. You did? I, yeah, so six months uh, afterwards. I'm it, on like the 51st floor. I don't. It's 50 floors total, so. No, I'm past the 50th floor. I, well. You're that kid on the playground who's, no! No! no. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it, like, I passed that Dave floor. and I are in the same camp. That's one of our favorite games of it the is. year. It is. It's, it's, of it's in my legit top ten. Yeah, Monster Monster year. Manor, the street, the $5 street pass game is one of my favorite games, it's, favorite games yeah, of the it's, year. So there's so many different elements to it mm-hmm. that I'm surprised it it sells for $5, let alone mm-hmm. is like grouped with these other three games, which are now, all really good. Let alone that people complain, i got to pay for $5 for a game? Yeah. Like, dude, you are missing out if you don't bother paying $5 for the game. Yeah. It's so good. It's like a yeah. It's a. Yeah, I mean, I, you could get a five dollar foot long. To be fair, you could. Or or you could get a magnifying glass at putt putt. Like, <laughs> what, what does it matter? <laughs> Pay five dollars. <laughs> yeah. So that and uh, Peggle Two. I played a bunch of that. Uh, okay. And I watched a bunch of movies since I was home. And I. Uh, it's a wonderful I, life. Yes. No, no, no. I mean, a bunch oh. of movies that I missed out on during 2013 just because oh, I wasn't you, really would you, thinking. Would like, you, uh, you getting ready for the Oscars? Would you see? Yeah. Well, no, actually, nothing. <laughs> like Iron Man and World's End, and oh, clearly I not. watched. Uh, I told you guys before. I watched um, Pain and Gain on a flight and realized <laughs> that they don't censor nudity on, on Delta anymore. Yeah, that's so your choice, Dave. I was watching Pain and Gain, which has tits and dildos. With the woman next nice. to you. Um, yeah, a very attractive woman. And I, I have always brought jackass movies tits. on a flight on a laptop with me and then angled it towards the aisle. <laughs> just so everybody is bothered by man, dick, and pain. <laughs> well, you did yeah. the same thing with Rambo, as I recall. Oh, yeah. The really watched, bloody new one. Yeah. the the You watched that on a plane and you were like showing it to people. That was great. Yeah, it's great. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, and, did you, did, I, hate, I hate to be this guy. Mm-hmm. Did anybody see my vine? I've I've seen uh, I've, I've seen, seen your vine. I've seen you see my vine. Zelda, Zelda in the air. Oh, that yeah. you don't 
like first of all, I get to the San Francisco airport and they're like, they changed the laws. Yeah, they're like security's bullshit. Go through. We don't care about liquids anymore. Uh, nothing matters. Don't bother taking off your jacket, belt, or glasses. Really crazy, like craziness. And then I get in there and it's like nobody has to shut off their devices anymore. Yep. And we were landing in Tallahassee and I'm playing Zelda Overworld and it's reflecting in the window and I just took a vine of like. Of me like landing in Tallahassee. Because it's like before you had to turn off your bombs before that, takeoff. <laughs> and then you can just leave them on. Just business. Leave them on. Is, I've always been a considerate terrorist. Um, <laughs> yes, if, if, if a 70 year old woman in a bright, bright blonde hair asked me to turn sir, off my Sir, device. I see the timer going down. You're going to have to turn that off. I, I had read about the FA, but I flew two months ago. You that, that bomb not, off of the plane. That was not you. the thing where they're like. Please turn everything in airplane mode, but no, it's no laptops. But a DS, a 3DS through takeoff yeah. is fine. Uh, well, uh, you you just can't play Steel Diver because that game bombed. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh they they the bomb. Oh, goodness, oh, me now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I played I played a shit ton of Zelda, of course, like everybody else. Um, I got Tearaway for Christmas, and I, I bought it. That for game is bucks. endlessly beautiful and charming, and I feel very little drive to actually play it. Oh, it's I sort of like Little things. Big Planet that way. But it's like it's this is really amazingly designed. But like I'm not. Having a That's lot the movie of fun. with Channing Tatum, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> But also, I uh, ended up playing a lot of State of Decay Breakdown, the DLC for, for OXM, right. and spent way more time on it than I thought I would because it was like, it's a five megabyte download. How much could it possibly add? And it's not so much that it adds as that it takes away. It takes away the story. It adds a very minimalist story that goes on for a whole lot longer. It adds a series of challenges, and it basically, like, if you've played State of Decay, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite games of the year... yeah. It's it's just it's almost like Minecraftian in its endless cycle of like you're you're going out exploring this big county, you're looting everything you can get your hands on, you're running it back to your headquarters, which you then build up, and the whole time you're either fighting or dodging swarms of zombies, which you can just like grab a car and drive through at high speed. It's really fun, and Breakdown arguably makes it more fun. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I was uh, I was kind of surprised by that, how much time I spent. And I noticed at one point that there was like an achievement for going out in a blaze of glory, which is <laughs> you get swarmed by zombies, and you have a brief window of time like mm. before you actually die. And if you're carrying a grenade, you can like hit the hit a button and detonate the grenade and explode yourself and the zombies. So I went out like, okay, who's my shittiest character? Found this woman who had like one star in all of her stats. She was you know sick. No, it'd be a woman with this guy. <laughs> <sighs> well, she was just the crappiest character I had at the time. <laughs> and okay, but here's the thing. So I, I take away all her inventory. I just give her a grenade. I go out and it's like, okay, I'm gonna find a horde of zombies, get torn apart, blow the fuck up. But I want to come by this honestly. So I'm actually gonna fight when I get out there. And with her bare hands. This woman kills several dozen zombies, becomes like an expert class fighter, and and then it's like, well, I'm already committed to this, so I have to blow her up. And then I get torn apart by a zombie that I don't even get the opportunity to blow her up. So, like, fuck. That was a waste of time. Did you get the achievement? I was like a twist at the end of a zombie movie. Yeah, I just I just picked some other dude and then had him torn apart. Just I got, walked I, him straight I feel like into the a Omega swarm. Man remake with Will Smith. Uh, and I got messed over by Link Between Worlds. Yeah. It's a very bizarre, like, 
I made a joke before I got on the plane, like, I love to get on planes and start Zelda games so I can get per- past the first nine hours where I mm-hmm. learn about the lore and then get a sword. <laughs> and all that shit happens in the first yeah. hour. Like, you have access to everything. And, uh, and like, yeah, let's do this. And then uh, I get to the, let's call him Magma Turtle. Yeah, the, the guy at Turtle Rock. And I've been using the ice power the whole time, and I just keep dying until, like, I'm broke. Hmm. I've never died that much at a Zelda dungeon, and I just kept dying and dying and dying and dying and dying. And it's like, oh, and it was like, well, I, no one's going to get the Blank Man reference. Yeah, hit him in the head <laughs> with the sword, and and like day five, killed him instantly. I, I'm not buying fairies. I don't have a bug net yet. Mm. Uh, you don't buy fairies; you find them in caves. But I didn't have the net, and I couldn't check them. The cave. I had to buy them for seventy. 70 rupees. Am I made of rupees? rupees? Hey, uh, Am I made of rupees over here? I got, hey. I got, I got a master fee. You ain't gonna haggle? I got the Hilda. I got the Zelda. <laughs> I, 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 like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. High rule, low rule. Yeah. Somebody put a, put a fork in me. Yeah. <laughs> Say one thing one way and then another way. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> you're smart. There's two kind, of people, two kind of people in this world. People who understand me. <laughs> I'm just saying that line is bullshit. It's my least favorite <laughs> mo- line in the history of film. Um, so stop it, Kevin Spacey in House of Cards. Yeah. There are also, two kinds of people in this world. People I don't like and people I'm trying to emphasize to advance the plot. There are two kinds <laughs> of pain. <laughs> yes. That's a good show. Shut up. Yeah. I also brought my Xbox One home. Did not play it for most of the break because of you know other uh, concerns. But finally decided, like, I've got three days to go. I've lugged this stupid fucking thing here. It's ginormous. It mm-hmm. takes up so much space in my luggage. I'm going to plug it in. I'm going to fucking play it. You put, and, like, nine, like, at least nine flannel shirts. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, I get it set up, plug it in, and the second I turn it on, like, the cursor on the, the, the home menu, it just immediately jams over to the right and stays there. And wow, I realized, like, style. it's it's the controller. Like, somehow, my, my controller got bumped up. Yeah. It feels fine, but it's fucked. Michael, what you had is the analog stick was uh, pushed to the right when mm-hmm. you booted it up. That was no, the problem. No, I, I thought so. <laughs> you really thought it was a calibration issue yes. from, from and the so, SNES so I, I, I pulled the batteries. I, jiggered. I turned off the machine. I restarted it, like, a dozen times. So I figure, okay, controller's... Obviously busted, so I'll send it back for repair, but I need something to play this with in the meantime, because there's no way I'm not fucking playing it now. Oh, right. Go to GameStop, buy another controller. You gotta play Rise. Get it back. Yeah, yeah. I gotta mm-hmm. play, well, no, I gotta play Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. Um, so, better. turn it on. It doesn't sync with the system. Uh, plug it in with a USB cable. It syncs, but then after 15 seconds, it stops working. So I'm like, fuck. I broke my system. I have to send it back for repair. I call... The support guy, uh, he's kind of clueless. And after a while, he starts, like, we're, we're finally end up doing a factory reset that's going to wipe my hard drive. And, uh, oh. like, while we're waiting for it, he starts talking about how he gets heartburn. And do I take, <laughs> do I get heartburn? What do I take for that? Uh, Zantac, is that expensive? Uh, uh, meth. Uh, yeah, meth. 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 He's, he's trying to troubleshoot the one <laughs> thing he can. He's like... <laughs> Yeah, heartburn, so heartburn I know about. What do you take? Classic, Xbox One. I don't know. I don't know but, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So I end up, I, I, and I'm like, is it possible that like the controller that I got is just defective? And he's like, well, that that'd be a real long shot. But I, I mean, you I ever guess tried it's possible. Euthanize a grandmother? Yeah. This is way less <laughs> difficult, right? Am I right? Uh, yeah. I think I might be gay. Uh, <laughs> <you thought> that? <laughs> long story short, I return the controller, get another one, and yes, the controller I bought to replace my broken controller was defective, and that was the problem. Uh, the so. one controller was defective. Hmm? The one controller. So one, well, the, 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 the first the controller, controller broke. The first controller broke. Mm-hmm. The controller I bought to replace it was defective, oh, man. and so I thought it man. was the system. Fucking oh, with controllers. Man. So that's my big holiday story. Boy, you have it is. bad luck. Uh-huh. Cool story, bro. Is the right answer? To that. Awful story. I might save it for laser time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna cut this out surreptitiously and paste it in. Well, it was because the I chugged the Mad Dog, and now I've lost the ability to. Oh, yeah, We're, I'm. I, I have stories, but I combined two types of Mad Dog into one glass. Yep, it was yep. gross. I'm a bit woozy from the Mad Dog too, which has me concerned because I have to drive in 20 minutes. God damn it, Oops. Henry! Anyway, you, you sleep with me tonight. It's all Henry's fault. If I die, it's Henry's fault. Yeah, get into bed with Chris. He'll be Stay fine. Yeah. Yep. He anyway, probably won't do sex stuff to you. You and me are gonna watch. Uh, are gonna watch Shrek Christmas specials all night <laughs> long. That sounds yeah. terrible. Donkey, you don't know the true meaning of Christmas. That's yeah, good. I can't wait to listen to that from my room all night. <laughs> so anyway, um, if Chris can't talk, that's probably a good sign that we should move on to our community oh, yeah. segment. So last week's question of the week, or I should say, last month's question of the week, last year's question of the week. Oh, there you go. <laughs> We want to uh, be robots about it. <laughs> was what's your personal game of the year for 2013? Yeah. Dave, uh, you weren't here last time. If you want to answer, well, um, I would say it's either uh, XCOM Enemy Within. Ah, so mm-hmm. good. Which I really did like, but I, that could which is probably, DLC is a little be, iffy. Well, not on Xbox where I played it. Oh, this it's is true. Sure, standalone. standalone. But the amount that they add to that game, it is oh, it feels almost like a new game. They make it a lot, yeah, it, it better. Really does just they make yeah. it better? It, it's the the exalt stuff is like those are fun missions, and yeah, and yeah, like even the standard missions that I played, they add enough new uh, maps that the yeah, yeah, like the alien invasion stuff is, and and I mean enough. like. Deciding whether your soldier is going to be genetically modified or become a mech trooper is like mm-hmm. a big decision that yep. increases the amount I'm invested in them, which is the whole point of the game, which yeah. is great. And losing being... the mech troopers is always so sad. Oh god, they're I lost... so fucking expensive. Yep. God. Oh, I. Sorry, you died, Michael. Mm, um, wow. You were a you were gene modded. Oh, well, that's you, that's good. You could jump onto roofs. Oh, nice. And, <laughs> until well, I like that. I'm a parkour well, fan. Until your legs were blown off and you died. Damn those aliens. Damn them to hell. So, yeah, Michael, you were a standard soldier. Chris, you were a <laughs> oh, genetically yeah. modified soldier. You know so, it. Uh, yeah, you had a, uh, no, no sleeves on your shirt. Pretty so much. Oh, yeah, kind well, of badass. Pretty much. Uh, Tyler. Oh, I was in uh, So, unfortunately, Anne died very early. So, you were a mech, but you were a mech who, like, has... Where did Pussy with Poindexter go after that? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. But... (laughs) Tyler totally courtesy laughed at him. He did. did. (laughs) I was laughing to not show my sadness. But you're you're bitter, so you... Ha- like you don't have any rules, you just like run to the front of every mission, and surprisingly, you're still alive. So I have a death wish. 
Yeah, but it works for you. Yeah, you're oh, cool. like Kevin Costner in Dance with the Wolves. Yeah, cool. cool, cool. So that and GTA cool, cool, Five. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Wow, there was no cool, cool, cool in. Uh, no, that's like uh-huh. that seems like oh, an intentional uh, acknowledgement. Did anybody see the snow in over. GTA Five? I thought that was a really neat touch, and I was yeah. like really angry that I well that I couldn't get back home, and it was just falling. Yeah, during oh, Christmas. Ah, oh, that's cool. That's adorable. <clears throat> well, anyway, I should read the community answers, or we should get Please. into that. So, awkward loser started the forum thread, so she gets read first. Uh, my game of the year is DMC. Mm. Both DMC and Bioshock Infinite rank in my top five of this gen, but fast-paced action games are my most consistent favorite genre. I was slightly more of a God of War gal last gen due to the awesome Greek mythology illusions, but DMC 5 combined best elements of 1-3 and the over-vilified 4 while also exercising the flaws of those games. It even managed to... It even managed to even surpass the excellent God of War 3 as the best fast-paced action game ever. I played DMC so much that including the DLC, I have all but three achievements in it. I've spent nearly 50 hours in-game due to its replayability, and the constant need to improve your skill and the diversity in combat make for an incredible experience. I understand it's easy to criticize loud, obnoxious games like DMC while praising the quieter indie games to sound above it all, but to quote famed, famed poet James Hetfield, aside from fun, nothing else matters. It's one of my favorite games of the year, and Awkward Loser kicked the shit out of everybody I know in the uh, leaderboards. Wow. DMC's cool. Quiet indie Shrinkle games are okay, too. is 22. Is that, is that how you say it? Sure. Uh, I've, I've talked about how much I love GTA V on the Radio Radar podcast, so my second uh, favorite game of 2013 was, ooh, weird, uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes. I love how dedicated travel, traveler, Traveler's Tales were with a brand uh, that wasn't a Warner Brothers property. The amount of characters in the game uh, would make a regular Henry Gilbert and Brett Alston cream their pants. Um, Though the, the level design needs a makeover, I still thought that was the best uh, Lego and Marvel game of all time. How dare you call Hank and Brett regular? Bullen Borsch says, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. Ooh. Ever checked a seemingly uninteresting game because it was cheap or included in a bundle and found out you really like it? Ever enjoyed a game with noticeable flaws you just don't care about because the core experience is just so fun? Ever found a game that clicked with you in a way that drives you to put Foxconn Labor Week's worth of time into it? No. For me, Dragon Dogman was all three. Dragon Dogman was all three. Not a fan of this genre. I tried this free PS Plus game, not expecting much. The story is bare bones at best, and the fast travel system only becomes serviceable near the end of the second playthrough, but I don't care. Not when the combat is so satisfying and tangible, even more than God of War slash DMC, in my opinion. Hold it in your hand. And in completely different ways depending on your class, which can be changed at any point throughout the game, so there's no need to get too attached to one playing style. When the campaign ends, you are directed to a boss rush area that's one dank and endless chasm that you never want to leave. As is often the case, getting that invested in an ARPG often leads to loot obsession, and by that point, your sleep time and social life are probably probably ruined anyway, so you might as well... And then he adds, Bioshock and AC4 are probably the objectively best games I've played this year, but my personal pick has nice. to be the game I enjoyed the most. Whoa. If a hypothetical, the El- Elder Scrolls Monster Hunter game 
ever appear, ever appeals to you, definitely check it out. Seriously, oh, thank you, you like Dragon's Dogma? I know it was for you a while ago. Please play some Monster Hunter. I'm here wow. for you. Yeah. I'll play with you. <laughs> I know you. But will. can you grasp onto creatures' backs in the in Monster Hunter? See, that that's what that that oh. is the one thing. Like, anytime I want to play Dragon's Dogma, that's what drives me into it. Is that fact that you can just grab onto. Like why don't why don't more games have that? Yep, yep. that is just a cool mechanic. Because I would do it. Well, maybe four. Who knows? <laughs> I'm gonna read two because one's real short. M just four is letter, out. Yes, just the letter M mm-hmm. says any game that captures my imagination so much that it has me singing along gets game of the year for me. So AC4 Black Flag it is. I haven't played much of it, but those sea shanties are goddamn enchanting. They are. They're goddamn enchanting. Yes, like I, I hear them in my sleep. Like they're mm-hmm. adorable. I want to go on Tumblr and do some like, you know, some shipping, some some slash. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Amazon Prime. Basically, I want men to sing to each other and make out. Aww, mm-hmm. that's adorable. Yeah. Because all the characters in there are so Dream. cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially that one that kind of looks like a girl. I haven't gotten very far in the game yet, <laughs> but he's adorable. He oh my is adorable. Wow. I could turn gay for that is, man. Is he your bishy? <laughs> yeah. For that man, because I don't know about history. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Danny. Just Danny says, any game where I can dress up like Roddy Piper, listen to Just a Friend, and powerbomb aliens off a skyscraper at the same time? What? Has to be my game of the year. They live make a game. The Saints Row Four. Saints Row oh, Four. has a whole they live based mission with oh. Keith David and Rod, Roddy Roddy Piper, where they 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 recreate you, their fight. Are you kidding? No. Wow, Roddy That's Piper the is first I've yes. heard of this. He's yeah. in there, and and one, once wasn't you, even a WWE. Uh, once you do that, he you, you can call on him as a homie. And one of the coolest wow. things about the homies in Saints Row Four. Because I imagine a lot of people don't call on them, but if you call out certain combinations of them, they will have conversations hmm. that you will not hear any other way. Dude, guys, please play Saints Row Four. Yes, just saying. It's, dude. That was, I love they live. I'll read another short one. Big bossy patch. Wait, big bossy e patch. Is that like a electric cigarette, but a patch? Yes. Okay. It says Pikmin Three, charming, challenging, stunning, inspiring. You won't play anything similar all year. Incredible game. I would agree with that. One thing, the only thing on PC, being a PC gamer, mm-hmm. being tied to GOG and Steam, mm-hmm. that I am envious of is Nintendo games. Like, yeah. there is nothing like a Nintendo game. Uh, maybe you should read Combat Cats, because I... Whoa, nice. Work, David. Nice. 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 I started it and didn't finish it. Ah. <clears throat> Combat Cat says, Mine would be Metal Gear Rising. Platinum's brand of insane, heart-pumping action and Metal Gear's awesome cyborg ninja was a perfect combination of awesomeness. Not to mention how satisfying it is to cut your foes to a hundred pieces. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, that is fun. And seeing cutscenes and exposition take less than an hour and make sense. Well, the mandatory cutscenes, yes, but there's still plenty of exposition that takes a long time that's totally optional. Thanks, Combat Cat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also makes a good case that Kojima should should have made good on his frequent promises and left the series a long time ago. I say Aww, it huh? was more fit for the number nine spot on your list because, in my opinion, it was a better Devil May Cry than Devil May Cry. Easy, buddy! <laughs> its gameplay was much more fun, and I know I'm talking about Metal Gear, had less cringeworthy dialogue, and its protagonist wasn't a pathetic attempt by Japanese devs to make a character look western and edgy. 
Oh, first off, it was a pathetic attempt by English. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, also, yeah, it's the number nine spot on our list because it's our list. Just saying. Just saying. Whoa. Defensive much? <laughs> no. It's great about having your own list, though. Yeah. It's your list. That's My true. number one game of the year, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Mine, mm-hmm. mine too? Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting great reviews, but it's mm. fantastic. <laughs> Home it's really good. Uh, me, me. Bladed Falcon says it's no contest for me. The Last of Us is easily the best game I've played this year, and possibly the best game of the entire generation for me. Uh, high praise. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, you talking about? A uh, bunch of people said Last of Us. Bunch no, of people it's... also said Last of Us on our worst game of the year question oh. of the week. Wow. I don't know. Then, then you're kind of wrong. Hmm. There's no way Last of Us is on anybody's worst. Yes, that it was. Uh, anyway, go on. Top-notch graphics, presentation, world-building, seamless and effective mix of combat and stealth with interesting mechanics uh, as the listen mode. The fact that it ditches modern hand-holding crutches like regenerating health and two weapon slots only. Um, but the most importantly, the characters are all fantastic. Even the minor secondary ones and the story does beyond what appears uh, to be something you've seen before in a post-apocalyptic movie. Uh, it, it turns it into something much more dark and profound, daring uh, daring to put players in a place they seldom find themselves into uh, and not giving them a, ch- a choice to opt out if it actually works and makes it all right and more meaningful. Uh, and thus, kind of sad to say uh, this is third place on the list of your top ten games. But then, again, it's a podcast hosted by a rabid sandbox lover, Michael Raparez. Yes, yes. I can't uh, really be that surprised that the upper slots were taken by open-world games, especially when both are uh, from franchises. He's an unapologetic fan. This is true. Yep. Michael Raparez. Michael You've Raparez. done Blade Falcon wrong. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you put Spelunky <laughs> nowhere on the and list. And Kentucky Road Zero at the top of the list. Uh-huh. You hipster. Yeah. Spelunky Route Zero. Uh, <laughs> My favorite game of the year. Last one, Cooper says, has to go to chemical spillage simulation, bitches. I hope that exists. It does. It absolutely does. It does, does not play it. It's a PC it. game. They, uh, were, they were running out of simulations to yep, do and make yep. MLG videos for. Yep. So that's last week's question of the week. New question of the week. Ooh. Obviously, tying into the mad top dog. five. All the mad dog is spilled forever. <laughs> Tying into our top five, what is your most anticipated game Ooh. of 2014? For me, and I left this out of the list because it hasn't been announced and therefore there's nothing to talk about, is the next Assassin's Creed. We know it's coming. We don't know what it is yet, but it's on the horizon. And I mm-hmm. always look forward to this series, uh, even when it ends up disappointing me. It, so. is, it is bizarre. I was going to ask a dumb question when we were opening the show. And it's a better laser time talk topic. Uh-huh. But what is the worst fourth season? Because the fourth season is generally when a Ooh. show drags. Interesting. And I just finished many Breaking of my Bad. Fa- many of my favorite shows drag. Breaking Bad is I it think drags is, in three. I think is an exception. Fourth is great. Yeah. Sopranos, uh, The Shield, and um, Community. Three of my favorite shows of all time yeah, well, have a com- laggy com- fourth. Com- Community is a special case, but, but that's it, mm-hmm. I do think it's. Absolutely bizarre that a four, a four of anything, yeah. Well, technically, could astound as much as Assassin's Creed. I guess if you if you want to split hairs about it, it hmm. is actually the seventh. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, you yeah. could say the same thing about Modern Warfare Number. or Call of Duty Four too. 
Hmm. Call of Duty 4 it's, as it's well. Six. Assassin's Creed 4 is actually Assassin's Creed 6. <laughs> Numbered games. Yeah. Can I hear a sound effect that says number 6? No. Uh, um, and oh, Should I do mine now? Yes, please. Oh, mine, mine right now uh, is a game called Cuphead. Ah, yes. uh, it's it it just hit the uh, uh, blogosphere. It's great. I had seen it a little while ago. Uh, it's an I don't know what it's gearing up to do. It claims it's a beat 'em up with Street Fighter mechanics. It said fighter mechanics. I want to make that clear. Uh, but it is a game styled after an old 1930s cartoon. Specifically, to me, looks like old Fleischer cartoons. It looks yeah. great. Betty Boop, Mr. Bug goes bouncing to Bouncing dance. Yes. It, Arms out it of the side. It looks insane. <laughs> what I love about those cartoons mm-hmm. is that no matter what the character's doing, mm-hmm. he's got a grin on his face. A massive he's grin. He's got a grin, but here's the thing that I love about it. He, those characters are gen- generally doing it with rhythm. Yeah, oh yeah. Which is a, f- a fantastic gameplay element. Like, okay, when he's on the down bend, I want to kick him in the stomach. It is, right. It's, it's great. If, if you want to get into like, like serious fighting mechanics, it's a great way. Frame to by frame. Yeah, yeah, frame by frame fighting mechanics. And this game looks great frame by frame. And I do, I, I do want to plug, because it was one of my favorite games ever. Please, Tyler, not just shilling. Dust Force is coming out soon on uh, PS3, 360, and Vita. I worked with you. Uh, we love that game at PC Gamer. We had a we had a we had a debate for multiple days whether it should be the highest rated PC Gamer <laughs> game of all time. And no, no, uh, maybe not, maybe not. But it's a really good game. It's, it's really fun. And did you, um, did you like Super Meat Boy? Did you like? Uh, God, I don't know. What's, is, a, what's it, a comparable platform? Super like, Meat Boy is good because it, well, it can't. You can play it hardcore. You can play. You can. Just Force is really good, but guys. it'll it'll come out. It'll have free DLC. Hundreds of levels are basically. Do you, do you open want like you. platforming mechanics that are just like? Yeah, like, I, I, I hate to describe them as tight because that's such a cliche. But like, just it just it's so acrobatic. consistent and responsive and like. Mm-hmm. When you do something amazing, it's you doing it, and you feel good about it. It feels that, really good. That's what Super Meat Boy felt to and me. You, you and you can get through a level in a minute or 40 seconds. But better yet, I, I, I did want to plug notice. a video I made that shit the bed uh, <laughs> for Capcom Unity videos <laughs> called What is Dust Force? And if you want to see what I'm talking about, please just watch that. It's three minutes of your time. I try and explain what I love about yeah. Dust Force. And it's coming from I love that game before I worked at Capcom, and I'm, I'm excited. Attic that Capcom is publishing an indie darling like Dust Force uh, to cool. consoles where that's I, really cool. I, I yeah. think it'll fi- it'll find a bigger audience. Yeah, I mean it has an audience on Steam. It, it, I don't mm-hmm. think it did poorly. No, um, no, it, it's a two man team. It was like a two man team of guys in Australia. But uh, it's a game that you know that should be on as many platforms as possible. Yeah, because it's, it's just that good. And for me, the, the it's got cross buy on PS Vita and PS3. I think that's fantastic. And for me, PS Vita is the perfect system for it. I, Jesus, the buzzwords these days. Well, dude, <laughs> these it days it says you get the game on two platforms for these one price. Days and you get this cross save, cross save. You don't play games in your hand, son. <laughs> you only play it at a desk. I was talking with looking like Ebenezer Need for Speed with someone. <laughs> EA has so many buzzwords for their various car-related mechanic like. You don't know how good the autolog is. I know, I know. You don't understand. I know. But uh, Dust Force, look up what is Dust Force on YouTube. Do me a favor, give it a watch. Um, I'm really proud of it, and it uh, needs help. <laughs> Dave. Um, 
So my legit choice is um, Metal Gear Ground Zeroes, but since we covered that before, um, my other choice is uh, The Evil Within. Mm. Because I... Hmm. That looks exciting to me. Yeah, I'm generally look genuinely looking for like a horror game like that like yeah, something yeah. that evokes that same sort of dead space vibe yeah. where it's just like i'm in a very confined space i'm being chased by something yeah. and uh and it, it and with evil within it doesn't even seem like you're like well equipped to take care of it i haven't seen much of the combat yeah. i love games where you're not well equipped to yeah take care of it. Gen- like uh i so when I saw it at E3, I didn't actually see any combat because the build mm-hmm. crashed before he got to the combat part. That'll happen. So I don't actually know if you actually have like decent weapons in the game, mm-hmm. but just that like being in what is, it seems like the next gen equivalent of the Resident Evil One mansion, yeah. just running away from big giant creatures and crazy rooms where things are trying to. Kill my fa- you all my the favorite time. criticism of it is praise from my angle which mm-hmm. is like yeah it just seems like resident evil 4 mechanics okay yeah that sounds good i like yeah, what it's sort of alive and well in resident <laughs> evil 4 5 6 raccoon city Why? <laughs> a bunch of other games not really yeah. raccoon city anyway but but like well you know i know the criticism of it is like okay like yeah resident evil guy he's just he's doing the same old thing like not really. It hasn't been explored that much. Yeah. It's been explored think, in the Resident Evil series and outside of it. I think not I really. Think it's, it's interesting to see a branch of what might have been mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. the series took one evolution over another. And it's great that that can exist. And I cannot wait to see it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Even though Bethesda still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler, how about you? I'll do two, but the first one will be really fast. Uh, go to Google, type in site colon pcgamer.com, EverQuest Next Landmark, and then just like read the first few links. That's one. The next one is Star Citizen, which... Howdy there, Star Citizen. Yep. Which hmm. is... A little too much Mad Dog to say that. <laughs> a crowdfunded <laughs> game that's made more money than any other crowdfunded game for various reasons. Mm-hmm. It can be criticized for that. But it's by Chris Roberts, the creator of Wing Commander, mm-hmm. who is making a new space sim, who has really in- reinvigorated the space sim genre just by this project, which isn't released yet. Like, new space sims keep getting announced, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty convinced that it's because he's made, like, I don't know, $8 million, $7 million. Because he's done the best focus group imaginable. Yes. Saying people want this. And I... I think I'm an okay journalist. I think I ask good questions. I never said that. Yeah, I know. You, you would never say that. Um, and, and I have asked him some hard questions, but Chris Roberts is one of the very few people who, when I yeah. Skype with him and, and video chat shows up and he's sitting at his desk looking at me Super through my handy. monitor or when I'm like in a room with him. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed him like probably five times by now. Uh-huh. I still get the, a little bit of the butterflies. Really? Well, I mean, this guy worked at Origin with, you know, and I've talked to Richard Garriott, too, mm-hmm. creator of Ultima. Uh, they're good friends. But then this guy created Wing Commander. This guy was, when That's I was important. a kid growing up playing PC games, this guy was a name that came up in my household. Like, that Chris Roberts, new game. And, like, I was buying his games, and I was buying Origin games when they came, like, on floppy disks. And, like, 
So exciting to be have such a close relationship professionally with a guy who I really did idolize as a kid. And, you know, I mean, I have to step back and kind of ask him difficult questions about his monetization currently, where he's selling spaceships for a game that doesn't exist yet. And, and I have to have some critical concern over that mm-hmm. um, and do my job right. But, but. Tim Schafer... Uh, Chris Roberts are probably the two people I've ever like had a little bit of butterflies talking to. Nice. I'm excited about Star Citizen. I think it's. Isn't it? I think I think I think and I hope he genuinely really just wants to make an awesome PC the, space. The game. rare luxury you get in this game for real or in this industry is is seeing someone you like and respect being excited about something they're making. Yeah, absolutely. Where it's like I, I love I, you I, and I, you're excited. I do not sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm trying to be as as objective and and, and stuff as possible, but I don't sense cynicism in his voice or in what he says. I don't think he needs to make games if he doesn't want to. Exactly. When he wants to make something. Well, again. he quit games and made movies for a while. Yeah. Not the best movies, but he made movies for a while, and he came back to games. I think because he genuinely wanted to do yeah. this, not because he wanted to exploit really Kickstarter cool. starter or whatever. So that's exciting. I'm really excited about Star Citizen. Like, it's gonna be cool, or God, people are gonna really hate him because a lot of people put a lot of money into this game, uh, millions wow. specifically. So I'm excited about it. Do you think you're the Star Citizen? I hope <laughs> that, I, hope that, that line. Occurs. That should be a line, and yeah. it should be Mark Hamill. Uh, uh, by the way, Mr. Roberts, you can use that line again. <laughs> yeah, you're free. You're free to use yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, you're also free to listen to this podcast, which you never will. No, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that's our question of the week. So we're asking you now, what is your most anticipated game of 2014? Mm. To answer, go to forums.lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Yeah. Okay. Go to com and you can, there's a forums button. On yeah, the slash side. forums. Uh, answer us there. First person to answer gets read first on the show. Or you can just leave a comment under the article for... Episode 46. So that's our show, everybody. We're going to run through, through some plugs real quick. You can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, or you can follow me personally at <gasps> Wikiparas, and I may even occasionally say something. Or both. Somebody else. Uh, Cantista on Twitter. Um, again, please check out What Is Dust Force on YouTube. Uh, Capcom uh, Unity's YouTube. I had a lot of fun making it. It was, uh, it was really great trying to... Get high res capture of awesome playthroughs on Dust Force. It was hard. It's it's not easy to do, as you know. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, that's it. At Dave Rudden, cheap podcast on the Laser Time Network. We'll have the Royal Rumble episode this month. Ooh. It's the finest pay per view of the year, I must say. And official Xbox Magazine KOXM podcast. Cool. Tyler underscore Wild on Twitter. Uh, not the word underscore. PCGamer.com. That would be a great Twitter nab right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Underscore C dot com. Uh, we have a magazine as well. It's printed on paper. You can buy it. You can subscribe to it. Yep. Can I get it in airports? Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Um, we put fun things in it. Go to the site. Check out Large Pixel Collider. If you don't know what that is, it's fun. Um, check out our Game of the Year awards. Tell us why we're drunk. It's April Fool's. Slash, we were bribed. Tell Hipsters, us whatever you that's want. My favorite. Hipsters has been the, the one of the biggest criticisms. Yes, that's a that's a word that's not overused to describe anything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that on the way back from the bathroom. If you would have chosen Call of Duty Ghosts 
you would have been called ironic hipsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exact yeah, that would have been a hipster <laughs> yeah. thing too, yep. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we're hipsters, um, and it's funny because I rail against that and I go like, "Don't just overuse the word hipster." And I'm sitting here wearing like skinny jeans and smoking mm-hmm. an easy. I wear skinny with a, jeans with a, with a beanie on my because head. Because I ride like, a bike to work. <laughs> Guys, don't call I'll me a hipster <laughs> just because I'm wearing black rim glasses. And Anyway, that's my plug. Uh, Michael sighed because he's about to get a parking ticket. I am so... I probably already have a parking ticket. But go to vidjagameapocalypse.com. Check out the show there. That's it for this episode. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you have a happy 2014. See you next week. Peace! I was Reggie Watts. I wish that every fucking day. Every day. Reggie Watts. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. I'm so glad you brought it up. I don't feel weird. Standing in the corner of the living room being uh, facetious and playing. Please, could your teeth just be a little more crooked and your hair be higher?